Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know, help us grab a song. Turn the volume up, I suggest you to run this live request. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. What up, what up? This is the post-Thanksgiving episode. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving, good holiday season, you know what I'm saying? Hope you didn't travel, but if you did travel, hope you didn't get sick. And if you got sick, that was your fault. <laughs> everyone told you not to do the CDC told you not to do that shit. You didn't listen to Fauci, nigga? You had to, you had to see your grandma that fucking bad? But you'll, hopefully you'll be all right, and your grandma will be fine. All right, that's a weird place to start, but I'm happy to be here. Nick, how's it going? Good. I traveled. I'm sorry. Why'd you? Oh, but you, but you, but you, but you drove, right? I drove. I took a test. That we were, we were very close. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 safer. Because we were just like, I'm going to get on a plane. Like that's not going right. to happen. And then we have the guest Monroe Martin. What's up, Monroe? How you doing? Oh man, I'm well. I'm chilling. Why? Why? Yeah, I didn't go anywhere for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I said, yeah, I stay home, and I told, and I invited people over, but I told them they had to present a negative result, and then you find out who really loves you because they were like, oh, you, you know, I'm busy, so. I can't. <laughs> Dog, it just sucks that like you have to do. Like we have to do the same shit that we used to do, like you do before you have sex on a condom for the first time. Like, have you been tested? Can I see your yeah. test results? All right, you can yeah. come inside. That's like <laughs> that's what we have to do now. For just Wait, any you weren't life. just shooting the shot and, and fucking doing this shit and just crossing your fingers. <laughs> I tried that one time. I got chlamydia, yeah. so I was like, never again. <laughs> He's like, God damn it! I believed in myself. I believe. I, be- I believe. I believed. I believed in us. I believed in us, and then I got clapped up, and that was a whole thing. Oh, Yo, you got the blicker. I got the. Yeah, I got the. I had, the, I had the blicky, bro. That shit was wild, bro. <laughs> Uh, that shit was yo, it was bad it was bad because it was like i had it and then no this was, it got worse because like at first i uh didn't know what's going on and i went yeah. to the doctor and the doctor was just like well you don't have anything viral but i think you might have a kidney stone and i was just like oh thank god it's just a kidney stone i was so excited for that shit i didn't give a fuck okay then two days later he called me and was just like hey uh, you gotta go to the cvs to pick up some medication and i was like what Damn, what type of doctor tells you you got a kidney stone and then goes, ah, chlamydia? Yeah, a bad one. A <laughs> bad, a like bad doctor, that doctor was that so trash. Like, like, <laughs> those, <laughs> those things don't even look alike alphabetically. They don't. <laughs> Let's say that it got worse because he, he doubled down. I was just like, and I told, I came back, I went back and I was like, yo, you told me I had this and I actually yeah. had that. And he's like, well, to be fair to me, you might actually have both. And I was like, what? Damn, nigga. He's like, bro, you need to drink some cranberry juice and take <laughs> yeah. this pill. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> all right. Exactly. So that's it. Now you have to like, go. He's like, all right. I had to go get an ultrasound on my stomach to make sure I didn't, on my kidney to make sure I didn't have a kidney stone. Uh, also, what he was doing, he was just trying to make himself right. Yeah, he's trying, he's trying, he's trying, he's trying to make himself right. And yeah. then I went. And I remember I went to get the ultrasound and shit, right? And I'm there. I listened to, I listened to the Hot Boys first CD the whole time. I don't know why, but it just was it was therapeutic at the time. So I funny. went. And then, actually, boys, actually, actually, actually can you play, oh, Nick, 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 you know, Nick, Nick, play Hot Boys, play Hot Boys. <laughs> so I can get you into this, into this, into this uh, no. mindset. So 
I'm going to I'm going also around the same time. It was just like there was this girl I really liked that just kind of like it all like we we like stopped talking maybe like a month or two ago before that. Mm-hmm. So I was just like hurt thinking about her. And I'm like, you know, heartbroken going to this upper west side fucking hospital. And um I get there and I'm like by myself, like, all right, I have to drink a lot of you have, I have to drink a lot of water. You have to drink a lot of water and you can't yeah. pee before you get an ultrasound. Like you have to just keep drinking water no matter what. Oh yeah, your shit gotta be uh yeah so i'm sitting there you know like half bloated from water you know i'm saying bloated from water and i'm getting an ultrasound on the side of my stomach and i felt like a single pregnant woman yeah i was like because also i I sympathize because i was just like damn when you get ultrasound no one else is in the room it's dark like i wanted to hold somebody's hand like real because because the gel is super cold the gel is cold as shit (laughs) (laughs) he wants me to tell you it's okay and i like i'm seeing like i'm seeing inside of my stomach i'm just like it would i need somebody to be here bro yeah this nigga was lonely so you listen to fucking young turk yeah, so I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, the whole time, Turk and Junior in the background of my head. They just like, we got you, Wody. We got you, Playboy. <laughs> so that's yeah. so I was like, oh no. And then she's so she's doing the shit. And I'm sitting there and she's like, hmm. And I'm like, oh no, what does that mean? Uh-oh. What's that, huh? What's in there? And then she's like, oh, it's nothing. And I was like, oh, thank God. And the results came back. Hmm? What is she humming about? What is that? Hmm? That it was nothing there. Oh, okay. Well, she needs to change that fucking sound then. Yeah, yeah. It should be a hmm. It should be a okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> right. Um, hmm? Yeah. So yeah, it makes was... you think it's, it's worse than fucking a kidney stone. She was like, oh well, the the chlamydia actually got to your kidneys. It <laughs> got to your kidneys. So yeah, you just. <laughs> but then, but uh, by then the chlamydia was gone. So I was like, oh thank God. But like, it was just like that was that was a weird period. Two thousand. What was that? Two thousand. No, was that last was that last summer? Yo, it was last summer, bro. Not this summer, but 2019. But were you listening to Hot Boys because you were burning? <laughs> I think subconsciously, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, because I did because I did this thing. This 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 is the thing that I do. I tell people to do this all the time. It's anytime you got some weird pain, like we we go through hard periods of life. We have to go through some real shit, like a doctor's appointment or somebody's yeah. sick, somebody's dying. You, go, you have to go like a, you have to do something that's really difficult to do. Yeah, I listen to music I don't listen, I never listened to before. Yeah, because then it's like I have a soundtrack to distract myself, but also if it's a bad experience, I don't have to ruin a song that I like. Yeah, no, I get that. That's how I found out about the Alabama Shakes through uh, the. Oh yeah, what happened? No, it wasn't. I was just going. It was like it was two things happening in my life. It was like my career was taking off. But, like, I had a pregnancy scare going on at that time with a chick that was, like, fucking crazy. Yo, play Alabama Shakes, Nick. Yo, play uh, Boys and Girls. That's the one I discovered. Like, Boys and Girls, that was our first album. And, like, I started really getting into exercise and riding my bike. And for some reason, that was, like, the best soundtrack to just clearing my mind and riding around Prospect Park. And like I would just listen to it when I was like taking a train to the city to my manager's office and all that shit. No, serious. And now like, I love the hell of everything. Now I'm like, I fuck with that's that. where that's where that's yeah. where it works out so perfect. Cause it was like yeah. you were going through some shit, like the whole pregnancy scare uh, pregnancy scares. Pregnancy scares, especially when you are like where you the, the career you've been trying to build finally is starting to pull up like take off. And then you're like, fuck what? Huh, bitch? I don't even like you like that. Yeah, I was just, I was just splashing raw because 
I just was feeling myself. <laughs> I thought I was unstoppable, but yeah, I, I, that happens. But like, no. I get, I, I get that completely, no. bro. That's it. Sucks though, where it's just like somebody once told me that you have like your life, your career, and then like your your relationships, and it's like there's never be there's never a point where it's like all three are going in the exact same the exact same way. Uh, no, you got always there's always one thing that's like oh this is kind of fucked up. Like your your family's happy, you're making yeah. money, but your but your not your dating life is trash. Yeah, you're dating well. It's like which one do you care about more? Exactly. You know what I mean? When I was single, when you were sing, when you're single and you're in something like comedy, it's like. But it can like it, it's like, but then it can also have that same effect when you're like you're in a committed relationship. You can also just be like, well, fuck everybody else, and I'm using this comedy thing as an outlet, and the only person that can affect me is this person. That's real. You know what I mean? Like you're like, I don't give a fuck about y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I think, but I, honestly, yeah. I think that. Maybe it's because I, I I was putting things in my thirties and shit. I think looking at my thirties, that sounds like the best shit. Where you're just yeah. like, I'm I'm committed to somebody that yeah. be, that a, that really believes in what I'm fucking doing. Yeah, absolutely. And then like, you can just go. Yeah, my wife believes in this shit more than me. Sometimes That's, I'm like, I, yeah, I'll be sitting here and she's like, babe, tell him about that thing. He was just you. You got this coming out, and I'm like, oh yeah, I do. And then she's like, nigga, fucking. That's, that's the shit. That yeah, is like, the okay. shit. Oh my god, yeah. that's that's amazing, bro. Yeah. I like, I look at that like that's what inspired. That's what like honestly, that's what keep, that's what keeps me dating really yeah. to like try to figure out if I can find that person because when I was yeah. younger, I did it out of a sense of just like I want to fuck somebody consistently without a condom. That was like a big part of what it was. Absolutely. And then it's like you start dating somebody and you're committed to that person and you realize like subconsciously and then maybe consciously like wait this person doesn't believe in this dream at all like yeah. this person is actively waiting for me to give up yeah i've had that i've been in that I don't yeah, know. I, before i lived in new york i was still doing comedy in philly and i quit for two months because my ex told me i would never be kevin hart and i was and in my heart i'm like i don't even want to be that but she was like, she was like, you're funny, but like, I don't see your career being more than this, like you having to work a job on the side. And then I believe that mm. you want to be with that person because you feel like you like this person knows best for you. And like yeah. I quit for two months and then mm. those are the most miserable two months of my life. Like comedy and the fucked up thing, the best thing about comedy and the fucked up thing about comedy is it will continue to move without you. Yes. It will, and comedy doesn't give a fuck about you. There's a million other motherfuckers who are feeding it. And, and you're like, nah, I'm a quit. I'm done. And thinking that comedy's going to miss you. I fucking, I left for two months. I came back. All the open mic, all the niggas up there open mics with were host. Or they were mm. at least like on like produce shows and shit. Everybody yeah. just fucking was just they fit. It, it seemed like they found their groove. It felt like I got left behind a grade. Oh, dog! Mm. That's how I yo. Know, that's yeah. a big part of what I feel like all the time. Like I feel like I got yeah. help because because I because I have and I say that from somebody who's been held back a grade. Yeah, it's, that's what it. That's what. How it you get held back, nigga? You African? Y'all the smartest. <laughs> It's, it's fucking yeah. Asians, Asians and Africans. Africans. Yeah, Asians and Africans. But it was like, it was one of those things where um, I was thinking about it just just now, like just um, 
I have ADHD in the sense of like, not that I'm super hyperactive, but it's just like, mm-hmm. I feel like I have six or seven thoughts at once. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I like, I can't see the forest for the trees is the, is the, is the, uh, what you call it, is the colloquial, whatever yeah. the, the phrase people use. So at the time I was just so in my own head about all this stuff, like thinking about like where I was at, what I was doing, yeah. who I was trying to be, who I wanted to be friends with. And I, every day like this day, I'm going to be this guy. And it's just like trying to figure out who I was that yeah. I didn't, I just didn't value the work that was in front of me. Also, the high the high school I went to was like yeah. it was one of the it's it was one it's one of the best public schools in the nation, right? Yeah. And um I was there and he's feeling like that it, I was talking like I was a fucking idiot because it's just like I was African, but it's still Boston and I'm like one of ten black male students. And they're looking at me like, uh, so da da da, you had the worst grade in the class. I'm like, yo, fuck you, bitch. Like, well, luckily that teacher's probably dead now. Yeah. Like, well, I hope well, I hope she's dead. Looking at the camera. I don't know where you are. I forgot your name, but I hope yeah. you have died. <laughs> I really do. Not because because I hope because I hope you found peace because you were old and miserable at the time. So hopefully yeah. now you found peace and death. But anyway, it was just a lot of that. He was just being like, Oh, you're not like I remember in the ninth grade, a teacher told me like, you should just like you should just fail out of the school and find Get happiness the fuck out of here how bad yeah. were your grades it was just like i just didn't care because the thing was is like i was learning shit that i didn't care about like mm-hmm. and that's most I, curriculum yeah it's most like. most curriculum and also like i thought about this to my homie i was like what if i went to like uh arts uh, high school for the arts because yeah. any 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 sort of you could tell me like yo twanda we need you to write an essay about latin yeah, I can't do that shit. All right, Tawanda, can you write like a skit or a sketch of you talking to you? I did this. I did the thing. The one of the best kids I ever got. Yeah, I, I had a Latin. I had a Latin class. Right. Yeah. I did a sketch where I did. Uh, Julius Caesar was yeah. on Rhapsody the Basement. Uh, <laughs> and Big Ticket is trying to interview him, and he's like, this, <laughs> and he's talking about betrayal and not to trust your friends and shit. Like a rapper. And my teacher was like, I, my teacher was like, I love this. Or like, I had a physics class. I had to do a, a similar thing. We had to like make inertia. I talk about inertia and gravity and stuff like that. And I made them yeah. all characters and they all explained like who they were and like yeah. I attached like emotional stuff. So, and they were like, Oh my God, this is so fucking good. But yeah. because I now knowing what I know now about teachers and curriculum, it's like, it's hard to say like, Hey, this kid is really smart, even though he's not doing the work we want him to do, but, the, yeah. but in his own creative way, he's expressing it. They yeah. can't give you an A for that. But when I told all these people like, y'all want to be a stand up comic. Yeah, I told him it's like eleventh, twelfth grade. Like, yeah, they were like, they're like, oh my god, what? They like, I had a teacher once who told me like, Tawanda, you don't take anything serious. Like, that's your problem. You don't take things seriously, and it's gonna bite you in the ass. I told her the next year, I want to be a stand-up comic. She became my goddamn manager. Like, okay, this is what you're gonna do. All right, you gotta do wow. this and this and this and th- and they were like, when, they, when people found out I was funny, like actually factually, like I could write and shit. Yeah. The whole vibe changed like i got fired from a, a school job where i was a prefect basically it's just a basically like a, a hall monitor i got fired because i was never at my post but yeah. that same guy who fired me watched my first watched me do stand up for the first time on like a dvd yeah and it was just like huh well here's some notes i have for you because da, da, da. like you could you can really do this and like wow. i was like and i was like how do you think it have notes and he never did it because that's 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 the thing 
Hey, was one of those... Where did your notes come from? <laughs> you ain't never did this shit in your life. Yo, I remember <laughs> the guy, I, got in trouble, I got in trouble one time because I had a meeting with the headmaster. We, all the prophets, they were like, okay, so we're worried about strangers coming into the building and what could happen. And I was just like, yo, I am 17 years old. What am I going to do with a grown man? Do we get... I was like, did I said, do we get guns? <laughs> and everyone started laughing awkwardly. And afterwards, why would you say guns? And I was like, because... I'm 17. I'm not gonna. I'm like, I was like, I'm not dying for the school. Wait, you went to a Catholic school? Nah, it was a um. Cause you you saying shit like headmaster and shit. Yeah, it was. Headmaster, nigga. it was. Yeah, it was. No, it was. It was a school that was built in 1635. So oh, it was probably it was designed built, for you to fail, nigga. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, so it was built by slaves. It was definitely built by exactly, slaves. Nigga. No black person had ever been inside that building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like so all that shit was happening. But so I, I got held back, but it was fine. It was actually like my parents were not thrilled, obviously, but it was one of those things where it all worked out in the long run. And people now talk from high school just like you were always like so funny. And like, yeah. like people like in their heads, they kind of retcon and like they change how they saw you based on what you do now. Yeah. Does anybody talk to you from high school? They're like, oh my God, you were always so funny. It's like, yeah, no, I get that. I'll get that. I'm like, yo, I'm glad to see that you actually are doing comedy because you were always funny. But I feel like always funny is also code for you weren't that smart. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll take care. My insecurity plays there. When somebody goes, man, you were always hilarious. It's like, yeah, like, I was getting D's and C's. Yeah, I'm getting D's and C's, bro. I had to be hilarious. I can't. <laughs> The only other a yeah. DNC student nigga is hilarious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the funniest. You never seen a funny straight A student. Yeah, nigga, no. <laughs> uh, F student is dangerous. Yeah, but yeah, but so to, to bring it all back, it is like when you stop doing comedy or you just you're not moving forward in comedy, it mm-hmm. it, it that feels the exact same way. So now you're trying to yeah. catch up and you're around people that like who don't you're around people who started after you who yeah. now are just like you're talking to them and they're saying something like how do you know that it's like oh because i've been through this before yeah absolutely and- it gives you it like i i like the way you're looking at it though too because it actually does give you a leg up too because you already know the steps to make you know what i mean like you you stop doing it but now you know like all right i need to go here i need to go here i need to write these type of jokes i need to figure it out a little bit more quicker versus then like when i when i was doing it before that maybe she didn't see the work ethic you know what i mean like i, don't I look think at she it like that because i was just doing what was required meaning i was showing up to the open mics I would do what I wrote and then I would just go home. But after that, after she said that, and then I quit and then I came back, like I was hanging out everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was at, I did every show possible. I was at the black shows, the white shows. I, I made it my business to be the funniest motherfucker on every single show. And my work ethic uh, stepped up. So maybe she challenged me. She's still an asshole, but maybe oh, yeah, she fucking challenged me. And that's what it is. You know what I mean? Sometimes I wonder if these, because sometimes I wonder if these people that are like that, maybe, and this might be me being like pessimistic, but it's just like, so I had a similar situation where I was dating a girl who was just like, in how she moved, it was clear she didn't think that this could be anything. Mm-hmm. But like, I think they kind of could be observant, like, because you go, I bring this person to shows or whatever, mm-hmm. and they observe, like, this is the amount of work it takes to be good at this thing. Yeah. And in their mind, they're just like, 
if he does this amount of work, how much time will he have for me? Yeah. Mm. So I got to dissuade him from trying to, because I know if he's, if he wants to pursue this more, I get less, I get less attention. But only a dumb woman thinks that shit. Cause like, I feel like my, I, 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 that was like one of my fears when me and my lady started dating. And then she like once, I think we were hanging out like a string. It was like, I would do the show and then I would come back and hang with her and we'll watch movies. And then she was just like, why are you here? And I was like, huh? She was like, shouldn't you be hanging out go to the cellar go do something isn't that what comics are supposed to do you're supposed to hang out so you can like network and like you she was like it's not like she was saying shit that i would say to myself and she was like you should yeah you need to be doing stand-up but you also need to be in the scene because that's it seems like that's more of what your job is and then at first i'm thinking nah is she trying to get rid of me but it's like no she don't want a broke nigga (laughs) you know what an unsuccessful nigga who's just going to go do what's required of him and then come back home and then get fat and then y'all just sitting there watching tv while all your other while your other friends are fucking getting on shows oh yeah you know what i mean so i think she's seen that because like when i when i met my wife she we like hung out and she already like she uh, she, we were already hanging out with like Derek and my my group of friends and Che and all them, and she seen what it is. She was like, "Oh, y'all do shows, and then y'all go and fucking just go do other shit." And then like after like a month, she was like, "Why are you here?" Oh, so, you, so <laughs> like, oh, all right, Nick, can you play the song "Shine Blockers" by Big Boy featuring mm-hmm. Gucci? All right, Shine Blockers. it's great. I never heard that. It's a it's a just good song about like just being on your grind and trying to do all this shit. And that's yeah. but like, so did you meet your wife in New York? Met my wife in New York. My wife is from Queens. Uh, I met her at a comedy club. I met her at uh, the standing room. And, like, she tried to give me her Instagram. And I was like, I don't want your fucking Instagram. So I kind of forced her to give her a number. But Mm. then we started. We fucked around for a little bit before that for, like, a couple of months. And then we stopped talking for uh, a couple of months. And then we started dating again. And then that's when I started taking it a little bit. I started taking it a lot more serious. But yeah, do you think that it's it's possible that because um, this the girl you're talking about who was like you're not gonna make it because you met you yeah. met her in Philly, yeah, you met her in Philly and she probably met she she met you as just you right yeah so it's like in her mind she didn't see you in this comedy this comedy place this, this is like this is addition while here you met this woman in New York at a comedy club so she's yeah. like this is a very clear part of your personality yeah and part of your so it's like. And also, because she was around you, you know, Derek, Che, and all these other niggas that are doing shit. So yeah. in her mind, she sees like, oh, this le- comedy leads to this. Yeah. Like, I'm already paying to just like, versus your ex who was just like, all right, he's doing comedy yeah. and you're around, I don't know, some open mic or another, people she doesn't find funny, people she doesn't know yeah. of, who have credits yeah. that don't mean anything. Like, oh, you're in a festival in fucking Omaha, Nebraska? Why do I give a fuck? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even around them niggas. I was around motherfuckers who were also doing open mics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I definitely see the difference now. I definitely yeah. see it where it's just like she's pushing me to be better. My wife is pushing me to be better because I'm surrounded by successful people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And before I wasn't. I was surrounded by dreamers. Now I'm surrounded by motherfuckers who are like, this is what I do. This is my career. They're on TV. Every time, like, she'll, as she watches the Cooking Network, and then every time a comic is on the Cooking Network, she's like, 
you can be like them. She's like, that's mm. fame to me. She's like, when you're in a network that doesn't have to do anything, do anything but what the fuck you do. She's like, that's fame. Yeah, man. I'm like, oh. She's like, but, so I get it. I definitely get it. And I also feel like New Yorkers have like a... I feel this way about com- New York comics. New York comics just have a different grind. As they do. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like... I like. I think Boston comics are super fucking funny. I think Philly comics are fucking. We're we're funny, but we're also like we we're like very abrasive. Like we don't fucking take shit. And I think New York comics are very like just like they're strategic with their moves. They know how to get big. I don't know right. any. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the biggest comics out now are New Yorkers. Yeah, I think coming to New York, like you have to, coming to New York is like going to graduate school, bro. It's just yeah. like, all right, this is where you learn all the shit. Like, I think because you talk about Boston comics versus Philly comics, I think Boston and Philly are very similar. Except mm. Philly likes that it has niggas there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it because yeah, yeah. I I, walk, I walked around Boston, Philly, and I'm like, oh, this is like this from my like I've done shows in both places. I'm like, oh, this is. This is like the same. This is fine. But Philly is just like happy to have niggas. Boston is just like, don't tell anybody we have niggas here. But like Philly is just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it was, it's like New York, just like you have to like, you have to plot. I remember when I first moved here, literally the, the first night I was out, I yeah. met you at the stand. Yeah. And you said to me, welcome to New York. Uh, in a year, you're gonna have a podcast. Yep. <laughs> and that was the first thing you ever said to me. And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Yep. And sure enough, I'm like, "Ah, oh, damn it!" Yo, nigga, New York teaches you how to hustle. Hustle. That's 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 that's, 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 that's what you, that's what you were saying. That's what you yeah. were saying. Yo, Nick, play "Hustle Hard" by Ace, Ace Hood. Yo, that's the shit. Yo, I felt like Ace Hood got slept on. Ace Hood got like slept on because Meek Mill took his spot. Uh, you're absolutely right. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. Meek Mill did that shit. He just did it better. Also, Ace Hood fell off because he was at the BET Awards and the bezel of his watch broke in front on on live TV and it fell off. Wow, I didn't that, see that shit. Wait, I saw niggas, that shit. Niggas bezels can't break. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you're like, it's fake. It means it's fake, dog. You oh. can you can. All right, you can snitch and rap now, apparently, because it's yeah. Kashi and shit. You can have Ghostwriters. You cannot have fake jewelry. Yeah, but isn't there like a uh, an interview with Ocho Cinco who said that he all the jewelry he ever wore was fake? Cause yeah, because they were gonna. They, he knew the chicks were gonna fuck him anyway. Because he's Ocho. Because he's because he's a whole. He's not a rapper. If he was a rapper, yeah. this mm-hmm. nigga's corny. But he's a, he's a wide receiver. Like also, yeah. we know we know we know his body. We know his pedigree. We know like oh, this nigga played for multiple teams. He's yeah. rich and shit. That nigga had gold teeth in games. Like that nigga has money. We know yeah. we know this. So yeah. with, with a rapper that we don't know with image, with an image probably is fake. Yeah. You find out like wait, you're actually fake. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> Yeah, wait. I feel like I feel like a lot of niggas should be fake, especially oh, yeah. when they get it so quick. Like I'm like, wait, nigga, you got a platinum chain on your first album already? <laughs> like no, you, a platinum you, chain. You is gave like you, know, a you two three album thing. Nigga. No, you gave away. Your, you, you gave you gave away your age so bad because niggas don't wear platinum chains anymore. Wait, bro. niggas don't wear platinum. No, <laughs> don't wear platinum. Yo, because I don't. Because well, we're, we're in the same. We're in the same age What bracket. are they wearing now? Because like, niggas just wear like it's all just it's all, they just go straight to the diamond. It's like oh, wow. it's just they don't. They used to be like, oh, I have a platinum chain. 
that was that was a flex. Yeah. Platinum, platinum was the it was the metal. It, it was, was the, like, yeah. It was like the peak. It was like, platinum was like Cat Williams in two thousand and eight. Like it was yeah. everywhere. <laughs> you had to have it. Yeah. And platinum today is like nigga. Is that what the fuck is that? Like yo, but ain't platinum? Platinum is like the top shit, or is it nah? Because that's not. It's it's not because um. Because gold will always, gold will always, gold will always is consistent. Gold will always win. Mm. Gold will always be platinum because like platinum was cool. It was fun, but gold it was just like the Migos came out wearing twenty four karat gold chains. Yeah, and you look at twenty four karat versus like four. Like I have, I have two like fourteen karat chains, right? And they're okay. But you look at a twenty four gold, like you look, you look at that shit. You're like, what the? Yeah. F-? That shit just it shines super crazy. Platinum now is just like because remember I'm from the era where it was like niggas had. Huge ass platinum chains. Yeah, that was just like, damn, I want that. But then niggas switched from that shit. I think what happened was, um, maybe I'm wrong, but I think Youngberg, the Youngberg robbery, where he <laughs> lost his uh, Megatron chain. No, what was it? The oh, was it? I know what you're talking about. He got robbed. He got robbed. It got, yeah. it got, it got passed. It got passed around. Damn, how did everybody. they rob you and then fucking just be like, no, you can rock it. Just- <laughs> yeah, they got passed around from like, it was like a bodyguard had and a bodyguard's daughter was wearing it. And it was like, damn, nigga, that should happen. Uh, Sean Kingston had this Crayola box chain. Yeah, I think he got robbed. Like, yeah. It's like niggas was getting, niggas was getting robbed. Like, Do people still get their chain snaps? Oh, all the time. That's yeah. chain snatching, chain snatching. That, that shit happens. That's, that's gotta happen. And rap, people mm-hmm. still get their chain snatching rap. Because mm-hmm. nowadays, like, because before it was like, all right, take that shit off. Now they just walk up to you and just go whack, like, and just pull it. Damn. Like you watch, like when niggas get jumped and shit. Like if, if you ever watch, like a nigga get jumped on World Star or whatever, yeah. you will see niggas just grab at his chain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, because you're jumping them, so you might as well take it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're jumping somebody. If you're jumping somebody and not robbing them, you're you're yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, that's, that's, that's a waste of time. Y'all <laughs> fighting just y'all fighting just to fight? Just to yeah. fight? No, not trying to acquire any items. <laughs> you got to take the sneaks, the yeah. phone. Well, you can't take the phone because now the phone's got trackers and shit on it. Yeah, you can't, you can't take the phone anymore. You, you, you yeah. leave them the phone. You, you take, leave them the phone. You're like, look, you're gonna call the cops anyway, so yeah. take the phone. Snap the phone in half like on Breaking Bad. You just. Yeah. Then you take the belt. You gotta take the belt now too. Wait, wait, nigga. Oh, because people got like fair belts, belts, belts and shit. They're fair, yeah. Yeah. This is the Ferragamo belt, and you're just like, damn, nigga. Like you gotta, you gotta take the belt. I, I saw this happen. I, I look up the story every so often. All right, Nick, can you play "Don't Run" by Casanova? This is a mm-hmm. great song about like just getting just robberies. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, Casanova. Me and him have the same birthday. Shout out to yeah. Cas. I'm, like I like him just for that, but um. Nah. I, there's a rapper in 2015. No, there's, there's a basketball player in 2015 named Clee Anthony. I can't remember his last name, but he played for the Knicks, right? He was from the Bronx, played for the Knicks. He got robbed at a strip club in Soho because he walked in and had mad, he had chains on, he had a grill, he had all the shit. Niggas followed him outside the club, stole his chain, stole his grill, and then shot him in the knee for no reason. God damn! Wait, did he like give it up? Did he was like, well, they were like, "Yo, give me that shit." And took his grill out, he gave him, and it was like sucker, and they still shot him. Or <laughs> that, they yo, when I saw it, when I saw that, I was like, "There is more." Like, I I want I've always wanted to find out what else happened because that that just feels evil. Like you can rob That's a nigga, but then to shoot to shoot a rookie basketball player in the knee, and the articles in the New York Post said 
the surgically repaired knee. They shot him in that knee. Damn. So they took everything. It was like, we're going to take your, we're going to take your riches in your future. Yeah, exactly. He plays Damn. in China now, but it's not. I mean, you'll have no choice. China's yeah. the only one that's going to take the injured, nigga. Oh my God. Playing, playing basketball in China has to be like, that first season has to be so, so sad, but after that it has to be fucking amazing. Oh, absolutely. You ever been in China? Nah, as a black dude, as a black dude, nigga, you feel I felt safe. <laughs> I felt right because I went for ten days, and those ten days I was there, like I feel good. Because the, <laughs> the worst thing that happens is like people will just take. I'm a tall black dude, and people were just recording me for no reason. But it wasn't recording me to see if I was going to rob them or do it's something like, like oh, that. It's like, like a oh, sideshow. Look yeah, at that thing. Who are you? And like, dude, it was fucking great. So I, I want it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Who, what basketball player went to China? Uh, what's his uh, name? Starbird. Yeah. Stephon Marbury yeah. became yeah, a goddamn yeah. leader. He's like the, he is one of the greatest Chinese basketball players of all time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that you call him a Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what he played in the Chinese. Like he was great. Like he has statues and shit. Did you see that documentary? The documentary nah. No. I want to watch it. I need to, I might, I might cry watching that shit. The documentary, it. he deserves it. And the documentary for me is so dope because it literally ends with him being back in the hood at a barbershop at Coney Island, eating fucking Lincoln fried chicken, mm. talking to a young black kid. Tell and the young black kid was like, "Well, I want to be you." And he was like, "Don't be me. You can be president. You can be anything else." He's like, "The world is your. The world is yours, and you can do whatever you want." And it's just him sucking on a chicken bone, and then it ends. That's what I'm talking about. Him, him sucking on a chicken bone, crying, telling this kid that he can be whatever the fuck he wants, and he needs to dream bigger. And then cuts off. And I'm like, "Yo, greatest documentary ever." That's what I want (laughs) out of my life. Just to be like a successful nigga, a successful old nigga in a barbershop, giving a young nigga game who doesn't really appreciate or understand why I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like looking him dead in the eye. You can do it. I want to be I want to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because the barbershop shit, I want to be the guy in the barbershop. Like you walk in, all the barbers dap you up. Yeah, I mean, they all, like, when there's an argument, you start talking, everybody stops talking to listen to you. Yeah, yeah, but then they overcharging you for the cut. Oh, don't, no, right, right, right now, right now. That's, 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 that's happening to me right now. I'm getting, I'm getting fucking taxed. When I walk, but I, when I walk, when I walk into my, I love my barbershop. Shout out to my barbershop. Shout out to Just Us Barber. That's my shit. They got, they keep me laced. It's great. Yeah. They are fucking taxing me, and I know it. <laughs> I can fucking tell. And they're a bait or a like, You got it. You good? Yeah, you good. Like, I walk like, oh shit, what up, Twan? Oh, da, da, da. Like, da, da, da. like, oh, how'd you feel about? They ask me about comedy shit. Like, how'd you feel about this? Like, every time there's a debate, like, how do you feel about that? I ask. Like, all right, it'll be sixty. It'll be sixty dollars. Wait, wait. And you were like sixty? <laughs> I just had a whole conversation with you. <laughs> I just talked to you, bro. Yeah. But then it's like, but they, but they follow because they follow my Instagram and shit. So they just like, yeah. I saw you out there doing that. You're at SNL. I was like, damn, like I can't. Niggas, niggas will soon as they see a little bit of shine. They're like, oh, you got it, then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I had a, I had a ten. Like I was on, I was on fucking a CBS show for ten seconds, and they saw that shit and they were just like, oh, the price going up. You know, the price is going up. Now, right? I was like, damn. <laughs> But it's these niggas, cool. I remember they were on Love and Hip Hop, and that was the funniest moment of my. That was that shit had me crying. The barbershop was on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. Like, you, you watched Love and Hip Hop ever? I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when they have the, the niggas talk and it's like they sit down somewhere and like just discuss what's going, the drama and shit. Yeah. Well, my barbershop was featured on it, 
And the niggas are sitting in the back, you know, they're all talking shit. You see my barbers there pretending to cut hair. Yeah, and oh, then, when they just do the pantomime. <laughs> 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 and I saw I walked in, I was like, yo, I saw y'all, I saw y'all. Like, oh, you saw us, bro? Dog. And they like they were they were so hyped about the shit. It was so fucking funny. Dude, uh, I bet you the what well, they had like a picture up now, and then oh, the old loving hip hop. No, on the in the shop, you walk in and mm. safari, you see pictures of safari. There's pictures of Safari there, <laughs> pictures of Fab, pictures of Stevie J, Dude. all getting cuts and shit. Dude, shit is hilarious. Yeah, so like I fuck, I fuck with that shit. But look, I mean, people are. Can you be mad that people want to upgrade their life if they see you? It's like it makes sense if they if they have a clientele and they see their clientele update great in their life. They're like, okay, then I should be able to too, nigga. Because if you still coming to me. You ain't coming to me because I'm a bum. Nigga. You coming to me because I'm nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not mad. No, I'm not mad at it. Like yeah. they've told me before, though. Like, yo, people have walked in being like, I saw it. I saw it. Tawanda's haircut. I want that. Yeah. That so <laughs> should like, be fresh, nigga. Yeah, you because know, where's just us at? Is that the John near Soho? Nah, nah. It's it's off. It's off Ralph and it's off Ralph. Um, Halsey and Ralph. Halsey yeah. and Ralph. I know that John. You talking about in Best Side? Yeah, that's my spot. I know that joint. Uh, it's near Bed. It's not too far from from Best Side. But, but from Best Side Fish Fry, it's not that. Best Side Fish Fry. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, exactly it's not. It's not. That, it's not. that far. It's not that. Yeah, far. I know exactly. You, what you're you can about walk. That. You you can legit walk to Best Side Fish Fry. Order a meal. Walk to the barbershop. Get a cut. And then when you yeah. come back to Best Side Fish Fry, yeah. you'll still wait fifteen minutes. Like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know that joint. I went there. I went there when uh. I got like the South of France haircut and that shit was yeah. seventy dollars. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this one I used to live in Best Buy. I used to live on McDonough. So yeah. it's yeah, it's right there. It's McDonough right here, and then you go up Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And I did that. And it was like, yeah, your cut was nice. It was like 70. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm still I'm still supposed to tip, nigga. Like, I got a tip on top of that, so now I'm paying $85. Like, Man, I'm like, hold up, nigga. <laughs> I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. That's yeah, that's and that's another thing about like just New York living that I really like appreciate. It's just I think even the cuts and just how the people like people believe that dreams can come true. In New York, yes. In New York, people believe dreams can come true. So it's like you can try anything. And people aren't going to be like, I don't know if it's a good idea or not. You're like, all right, we'll see where this goes. Like, I'll give you that credit. Yeah, New York. But New York is that place. I I used to say it as a joke, but I'm like, people come here to make it. And you can, there's a nigga who stands in Times Square naked playing a fucking guitar. And he's a celebrity now. Yeah. So New York is the place where you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you do it with quality. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Quality dedication. Once you do mm-hmm. that shit, then the city will be like, yo, can you play Empire State of Mind just to be... Yo, I used to listen to Empire State of Mind when I used to come back and forth from <laughs> New York. Yeah. I would just listen to that shit. Like, I, like, the best, the best part of my night or day would just be like on Mega Buzz after I just counterfeited a ticket, nigga. I never, paid for, <laughs> I never paid for a Mega Buzz ticket, nigga. I used to, I'm like, I'm like, like, my Photoshop skills are like getting up there, but like, I could counterfeit 
a fucking mega bus ticket. They get like scannable mega bus tickets. And I used to fucking make my mega bus ticket, get on that John, and just be coming in New York, the New York skyline. Oh, that's the shit. Of mine, and I'm like, nigga, I came here to fuck shit up. <laughs> Bro, I love no Megabus that that like Megabus just the Megabus going into New York when you're not from here is always the that's one of the best fucking feelings. It's the and especially through the Holland Tunnel when you gotta go around that fucking bend. That's yeah. my favorite, nigga. Yo. Like I start like you feel the butt like everybody who's not from New York and you you can tell who came to New York to do some shit because like everybody starts getting their bags together, they start straightening up their clothes. Yeah. Yeah, right at that turn, nigga. You like, all right, I'm getting off this bitch. I'm and getting I'm off. I'm the, yeah, because yeah. it took me like three or four times to get off and just like, all right, the train is right. Let's just get off and just go to the train. So he's like, oh, and just look around and see all the shit. When they used to drop you off at uh, the near the TikTok diner, I think it was where the, the original pickup spot and drop up spot was. I used to near like, uh, um, 34th Street, where the um, between 11th and 12th, yeah, not not 11th and 12th. That was the newest location. Yeah, because that's, that's 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 where I was coming. That's what I was coming from. Or going. No, was, their shit used to be. It's always on 34th and around that area, but it was further up. It was like near um, the, where the Knicks is, Madison Square Garden. It used to uh, be a little close to there, and like you well, get around that area, dude. And I used to just walk. I used to just get off around there, and I would just walk downtown, uptown, or wherever, and you just soak that shit in, dude. Yeah, it's it it means a lot. It just it was just so. Just, no other city makes you feel like you made it. I've been to yeah. LA a bunch of times, and nothing about LA made like you can like you fly into LA, you get off of LAX, but you're like, all right, I gotta work. But mm. nothing like I like LA because it makes me feel like it's summer camp. You mm. know what I mean? You go to LA, like I know a lot of people who hate LA. They like fuck LA. I'm like, no, nah, LA is cool. You get off the plane, you go to wherever you gotta go. You can buy weed. You can fucking chill. It's just you can't hang. Yeah, you can't hang out there. You I don't want to hang. hang. And it's like when you hang with certain comics, it's like it's like the energy is different too. Like when they're hanging out in New York. They're like, yo, where are you at? But then when you out there, they kind of like, yo, uh, I'm busy, whatever. So I learned how to just be by myself in LA. Like you go out there, do auditions, go fucking take your meetings. But you need to, you need to have your own fun in LA. LA mm -hmm. is where I found out about the scooters and the fucking e-bikes and shit. And I would just go to LA, fucking go to um, a dispensary get some shit, and then just drive around on the scooter and just see L.A. Mm. Yeah. That's why I said summer camp. You need yeah, that makes sense. You're just like, yeah, man. Yeah. You by yourself. Yeah. I need. I, I want to go back to L.A. in a minute. I want to go back to L.A. soon, but like, I need, but I want to go with like a reason to go. Because I don't, like, I remember I went once and it was fun. It was like, like a vacation or whatever, but it was just like, it wasn't like, I didn't need to be there. Yeah. No, L.A., you got to wait. Keith Robinson, Everybody who's listening, Keith Robinson is a really great comic, and he's like the um, just like the godfather for any black comic who is transitioning into mainstream comedy. He just basically gives you all the knowledge. He's always told me, he's like, wait till LA call you. Mm. That's what I got to do. It's like if if you're doing shit, LA will call you. LA will let you know when you can come visit. 
And they, because LA, you waste your time in LA. You can go oh, yeah. to LA and fucking waste a lot of fucking time. And New, that's the difference between New York. I feel like it's New York. You, there's always something to do here. You can literally, like, if you're not working at clubs, you can go fucking do a comedy show at a hostel. You can do like four to five shows a night in LA. It's whew. Yeah, I had friends. Yeah, I've had friends breaking down to me the same way. Where they're just like, "Yo, you go out there, and comedy out there is slim, bro." Somebody yeah. said, "Somebody said it the best way," and I want you to play this song too, Nick. Somebody was like, "Yo, H- Hotel California is a real fucking place." Mm. In LA, hotel. I was like, "Wait, what?" And I listened to the song Hotel California, and I was like, "Oh, this sounds fucking awful." Wait, I ne- then I probably never really listened to the song like that. This song is like it's that song is fucking depressing. Yeah, it's just the people who like came with like these faded dreams of just like I'm gonna be something. And it's like no, you're not. You're not you're like in New York. I feel like you could come out here and if you fail, but you still live in New York, you're just like yeah. hey, I live. I've, I've made a life for myself in New York. I have yeah. done it. That's all that matters. Yeah. L.A. is kind of like you fail. It's kind of like. I feel like there's very I feel like the one of the best things about New York is failure is when you definitely stop trying in New York. Yes. It's like because there's so many options for you to do shit. Like the world shut down, nigga, and and New York is still doing comedy. Mm-hmm. The world shut down. Like I, I have uh, comics that are still in Philly and stuff like that, and they're like, "How you doing up in New York?" I was like, "Nigga, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're fine. We're doing outside shows. You're doing Zoom shows. There's still people are still figuring out how to fucking get it. So if you choose, if you come to New York and you fail, you made that choice to do that. Exactly. Yeah, because like you can come to New York and fucking you can be 60 and if you got the hustle of a fucking 25 year old you'll still figure it out nigga. exactly you know what I mean but LA yeah, I feel is just, yeah LA is just spaced out also LA a different beast because I feel like you don't go to LA to be to do comedy necessarily you go to LA to create and the write and the collab and shit like that that's why they're I feel like People I know who moved to LA, like they're always on shows. They're always on like TV because they're like, yeah, no, that's what I moved out here for. Yeah, I'm doing stand up maybe mm-hmm. twice a week, but I'm auditioning way more than I was in New York. I'm auditioning like fucking twenty times a week, and I, and if I land two out of twenty, I'm good. Yeah, that's real. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I get that. It's just. Yeah, it's all. I think it comes back to just like having a plan. Yeah, you can't come out here with no. You can't come. I feel like moving to New York or LA with no plan. It's like if you don't have a plan of what you're gonna do. Yeah, absolutely. Then I think period. Like my last relationship, that's why it fell apart. Was because she wanted to move out to New York bad. She's like, I want to move out. I was like, why? And she was like, to be with you. And I was like, what would you do out here? And she was like, I don't know. We figure it out together. And I was like. You can't do that. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta figure out what I want for myself, and then also try to figure out exactly. Us. Like, no, I gotta figure you gotta out have something. your shit together. You gotta have your shit together because I was like, yeah. I was like, this. I was like, and at the time we're talking about this, she's talking. We're talking on the phone. I'm just like, I was like, yo, I am in, I am squatting in an abandoned apartment on an air mattress with a broken lock. Wait, word? 
Yeah, I was, cause it was it was it was it was a whole thing. It wasn't like abandoned. It was just like my friend moved out, and I I was there for two weeks until I had to find. I was like, I have to find an apartment in two weeks. I'm yeah. basically homeless, and you're telling me your plan is to just figure shit out when you you, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was trying to tell her, I was like, you can't. Like, if I didn't have to live like this, I fucking wouldn't. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I think having a plan is because these cities are fucking tough and they're mean. They're mean, but it's for it's a, it's for a reason. Yeah, for they're a reason. Because it's like, look, either you're going to figure it out or you're not. Either mm-hmm. you're gonna move to Jersey or move back home, or you're gonna stay in this bitch and you're gonna figure out how to take an ass whooping so you can kick ass. Exactly. That's and yeah. if she because if she was just like, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna do this, 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 like at least have like three or four ideas that they probably aren't gonna work, but still, so you have multiple ideas of shit you could shit you could do, yeah. it might have fucking worked. But then again, mm-hmm. she had cancer, so it was just like that was oh wow. Yeah, that was a way to you don't got no cancer song, nigga. What? <laughs> you don't got no cancer song. Ain't no cancer songs, nigga. I mean, like play a song. To match the, you just can't drop the cancer bomb and then not have a fucking song. Like I was expecting you to be like, "Hey, nigga," and she had cancer. Fucking. And now we're gonna play. We're gonna play my. Gonna, this 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 is off my cancer playlist. No, that'd be that'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Be like, oh, by the way, here's cancer. Here's, here's I'm like Casey Kasem. Like, and this is the this is cancer song number three. <laughs> I just didn't expect you to be like, and she got cancer, and then just not follow it up with a track. (laughs) (laughs) She got cancer. Now, can you play Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill? Because she she was in remission. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was spinning? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's fucked up, but that's so Oh my god, that's the worst thing I've ever fucking said. Well, I think that was funny. But I went through it. But no, it's yeah, like wow. oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> well that that's, that actually brings me to a thing I was thinking about. <sighs> and I'm just talking about oh, career shit. shit. But like have you ever seen have you ever been back? I'm asking I'm Nick, I'm asking you this too. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a moment where it's like you see a route you could take that would be successful, but you don't want to take that route? Like for example, I was laying down in bed like maybe three nights ago and I was like Huh. If I just leaned into like this whole African hipster thing, I could probably make a career. Or if I leaned into the my ex had cancer and here's my here's me doing a one man show about cancer, I'd have a career. Or just like my name is Tawanda and that's weird. I could have a career. It's like I see I see these routes that would success that would lead to yeah. definite success. You ever have that? And like be like, oh, I see a definite route, but you don't want to take it. Yeah, that was my struggle with, uh, I get yelled at by Keith and like my managers and stuff and just people who know me like that was, so when I got on, I would say, or started getting some sort of heat, the first wave of heat was because I was open about being in foster care. And then I was like, well, I'm funny, so I just don't want to talk about that. But all the deals and stuff I was getting was based on that interest. You know what I mean? Like they, they, that's what they were buying. They're like, yeah, no, nigga, you, we know you're funny, but this is an interesting topic. So I kind of had to learn how to balance two. You know what I mean? You got to learn how to, like, the African hipster thing. It is a part of you, so you don't. It don't have to be your entire identity, but it is what people are buying into. So you got to give them that just a little bit. Because I had shied away from the foster care shit for at least like a year 
just where I'm like, no, nah, nigga, I ain't talking about that. Just that in the dirt. But then I started watching shit kind of go down, like the auditions and the offers and all that shit started going down. And Keith was kind of like, he was like, your your identity in foster care is the lead into other shit. If you figure out how to work that, if you, yes, you talk about being in foster care, but it's also going to draw people into your personality and other shit that you want to talk about. But you got to know how to use one thing to get to the other thing. And he just like, I play chess, nigga. You playing checkers, checkers and chess. But it made sense. Mm. So uh, the kid, the, your girl having cancer thing. I don't know if you got to do a whole one man show about it or whatever, but it's a part of you. It yeah. don't got to be your whole thing. Uh, African hipster, it's a part of you. It don't have to be your whole thing, but it is smart to utilize all of your tools. Yeah. You know what I mean? We hang around, like we both are around Sam and we see she's smart enough to draw people in with shit and then start hitting niggas with real shit. Yeah, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I see that. Yeah. I, that that's what kind of like makes me think about this is that because um what I saw with her doing that was just like she can do that because she's so good at the actual craft of stand up mm-hmm. where it's like I have the flexibility and I have the ways I can do, go into this I can dive back here mm-hmm. and the way I saw it was just like all right I could do these things but I'm not at the skill level I want to be where it's just like I think that if I made this my path yeah. It would be the thing that I had to do all the... It's like, we want to see you do that one dance. Nah, you, you don't want to do this shit. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that, do that, do that. It's like, do that, do that, one, do that, do that dance. It's like seeing a one-hit wonder. And like, yeah. it's my new shit. Like, no, 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 do that, do that song. Do that one song you do. Do that yeah, one song. Yeah, but that's where, the, that's where just having the arsenal is. And I believe yeah. that you have the ability to com- combine all of those things and draw in different audiences if you 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 can draw an audience with the the african hipster thing you can draw an audience about uh talking being in a relationship with somebody in can with cancer you can draw in so many different people to bring him to one spot where you want you know what i mean gerard carmichael too he's another example where it's like i first heard out about i first heard about him through just him being like um just just like he was just always like, well, whatever the popular opinion is, I'm going to say this. Mm. You know what I mean? But then I started really paying attention to him. And then same thing. He had joked about his, uh, the girl, his girl dying. You remember that? You ever heard that material? No. Nah. Got in a car accident and died. And he was like, I never want to be in another relationship again. He started talking about, um, he, he, he played the contrarian route. He played. Uh, the woke route, he had so many things that mm-hmm. just drew people in. And I was like, that's smart. Yeah. Because it's, it's I feel like to just do one thing is kind of dumb. Oh, yeah, 100%. But to be like, all right, here's this, this, this. How do they all come together? And, and just like, you know, just how do they meet up? So you don't have, so I feel like you have your path and your path is finding a way to combine all those things. Yeah. I feel don't that. Just, yeah, just don't do that one thing because nigga, you're gonna be Pee Wee Herman. Being crazy. <laughs> oh, Pee Wee Herman sucks because Pee Wee Herman was like mm-hmm. he would 
he was all these things, and then he did one thing that he actually does. And people are like, "You're actually this," and it's just like, "Yeah, I like yeah. to jerk off. I like to jerk off sometimes." Dude, <laughs> yeah, but if PB Herman would have fucking did it both, if he would have been like, "Yeah," if he would have been, if he'd have put a Bob Saget, like, "Yeah, nigga, I'm a fucking, I'm this, I'm this," but I'm also a dirty son of a bitch, and people mm-hmm. wouldn't have been surprised. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't know if you ever met Chris Cotton before he passed away. No, I didn't. But Chris Cotton used to always be like, nigga, you got to be, you got to figure out how to be all of you in this business because if you just give them one side and that's what they buy into, then you're stuck like that. He was like, Larry the Cable Guy has shirts with sleeves and he can never wear them on <laughs> <laughs> He can never wear shirts. <laughs> that's so true. He can like, never wear sleeves again. <laughs> he can never wear sleeves again. <laughs> Oh man, that's yeah. fucking that's for yeah, that's deep as shit. Yeah, I, so you got yeah. that shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's just I get it. It I just saw like I think what I'm doing now is actively trying to figure out how to combine all the yeah. stuff and um different I feel like you are. Yeah, I am, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just that like I just saw like in my head, I was just like, all right, I'm in this apartment, this small bedroom in fucking Bushwick. You know, I have three other roommates. I can barely afford my rent every month. The second, third, and I was just like, damn, but there was all this guarantee. Like, you can make this money right now if you were just committed to be like, hey, my name is Tawanda. I'm a man. That's weird. Waka waka. Like, that would have fucking done everything. Like, what? Talking about being misgendered. I've been misgendered all the time. Like, I could I could just go down that route and be yeah. as the biggest fucking shitty African hat. Then you, yeah, but then you won't be happy, nigga, because yeah, exactly. that's the shit you want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, mean? yeah, man. Yeah. You ever have that thing happen? Because I know, like, and Nick definitely contribute to this too, bro. Because we're both. I, no, I did a, um the thing that you just mentioned. I did a character at a show in Worcester where it was like uh like a BET Comic View like Def Jam kind of comedian where all his comparisons about black and white people are just like really weird. Yeah, it's like wasn't based in reality at all. At all. So I did that, and I get I was wearing. Uh, backwards Kangol hat, tiger print suit, like top and bottom, all tiger print. Very deliberately, like this is a this is a character. Nobody really performs yeah. like this. I did the, I did the the sketch or whatever, and this woman came up to me afterwards, she's like you know, um, I work with this um, panel of uh, you know, demo, it's a democratic uh, committee, or whatever, and it's you know, it's part of this government thing, and we're doing a fundraiser, and we'd like you to perform. As he, just she had just seen me do this character saying black people like this and white people like that. And just why and she's like, We'd like you to perform. You know, it's re- very important that we have your voice. I was like, Yeah, I don't she, do that. Wow, she thought that's that a, was you. Yeah. That's so funny. It's like that's a character I did. So it's it's clear like you weren't listening to anything I said. You just saw mm-hmm. a black person that does something entertaining come yeah, up. Black person dresses hip and that, Tony the Tiger. And that's fucking trash. <laughs> fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> just, I was like, yeah, I don't do this. She's like, well, what do you do? I was like, not this. Why yeah. do you want this? Which is, like, this is a character, yo. It's all, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and it's also, like, you're you're going to risk having me perform at your thing. You've seen me do one thing. Yeah. You and you're, just, you're fine to have that person come and perform at your Dude, I go through that shit where it's like, I talk, like, so I do, like, foster care shows and shit, right? Like, foster care, like, I perform at these fundraisers. Mm-hmm. But I try to tell them, I'm like, 
I'm talking about it from my point of view. I'm not an advocate or anything. Like I have jokes that are shitting on the system. Are you right. sure you want me there? And they're like, no, we'd love to have you. I did one show in Jersey and I, it was probably the worst show ever. Cause I'm saying real shit. You know what I mean? I got jokes about just how foster parents robbed the system and, and all this shit. And they're just sitting there like, uh, <laughs> We we thought you was going to like use this time to elevate us and shit. Like no, <laughs> no. Man, y'all quoting like that, and I'm like, and I'm trying to tell these people that like, look, like I I, I talk about it, but I talk about it from a, a a point of view where it's like my point of view. I'm like, can't elevate people if that wasn't my experience. I can't mm-hmm. be like, foster parents are great. I'm like, no, y'all niggas was trash, yo. <laughs> Y'all niggas was taking these stipend checks and not buying us clothes and fucking going on vacation, and they don't want to hear that shit. They don't mm-hmm. want to, yeah. Yeah. That's just, I don't know. People want to hear from you is fucking ridiculous. It's, Nick, to bring it back, it's crazy that somebody was like, they saw you in a zebra pen suit and like, this is the best you can do. When it's like, <laughs> this is this is what he has to offer. Like, do you, like, bro, 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 do you know how great Nick is? I'm about to go on this. Yeah. This isn't a period. Like, Nick is probably one of the most talented fucking people. Oh, I've nigga, ever... fucking arrest this motherfucker. <laughs> that shit, yo, that <laughs> shit was, that shit was a whole up. goddamn banger. <laughs> dog. Yo, that shit was fucking dog. Nick, was like, thank you. Thank yeah, Nick will do shit. Nick will do shit that like. All right, Nick does impressions. All right, that like are so good that like you do this thing. Like I've had, I've seen it happen. I've seen this happen to people where it's like you want to laugh but you can't because you have to hear where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> like I could be like, hey, yo, Nick, do an impression of uh, Maya Angelou um, trying to buy cocaine. <laughs> and just watch. Listen. listen, listen. Hold on. Oh, you really gonna do it? Okay. My brother, my sister, <laughs> what I want from you is your finest yayo. <laughs> White like the Himalayas. <laughs> Powder like <laughs> Dog, you see what you see what I'm fucking you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I promise you, I didn't expect that. I thought you it was don't. a little bit. I did not expect that shit. Like I didn't expect <laughs> you to really sound like her or any of that shit. And I was like, hold the fuck up. Dog, he can and it's like I can no, I literally I, 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 you can I've, I've done it before. I'm like, like I remember there was a there was a year on my birthday. I just got drunk and I was like, Nick, do an impression of Bill Cosby doing 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 camera on lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it and it was so fucking good. But it's like but it just sucks because it's just like no, nigga, I want to hear that shit. You can't just say he did it and then not let me experience it. The thing with the thing that I like about I liked about Bill Cosby was just how <laughs> long like he would like do do a whole. He's a storyteller, so yeah. oh, wait, 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 no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't even a song. It wasn't even a song. It was you talking, you doing you doing Bill Cosby telling the story about trying to smuggle rupees through fucking no, because. Cause the thing this, no, is at the height, this is at the height of people, you know, the, the whole sexual assault and rape and, and everything. Yeah. And I was like, why isn't he talking about it? Because if he did like the prior thing and spoke about it, then maybe, you know, yeah. he, he wouldn't have been such a, uh, I mean, he's still a, a horrible person, but oh, he's a monster. We don't, we don't but, endorse Bill Cosby. Right. For sure. And my thing was like, just because you know the way he tells the story, it's like, so I get to uh, Miami and I land there, I'm doing the shows, and it's 1974. 
And I get and you get to the airport and you have to find the bags. And I have the two bags and I'm walking down, man. I'm walking through the airport, you know, and I find the bag and I'm running through the bag, man. And then I have to find the cab and I get outside and they said, Excuse me, are you here? I said, Yes, I'm here. He says, Where are you? I said, I'm over this way. And I get in the car and I said, Where are the pills? <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Nigga's oh so good, bro. Oh, oh my god, dude. And it's like that's why I say multifaceted because it's just like I don't it's just fun. It's it it that's that's the way it made me so mad. It's just like you like cause that you're so funny and somebody's like, oh, you can do just this. But it's like there's so much more. And then like I I oh, think it was a thing of great. they they probably like we need we have to get a diversity something. We have to have somebody in here who's not white. And I went to a place and I saw a black person. So I'm going to ask this black person to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Or not. Nah, that person could have just been racist and agreed with everything that character <laughs> like, yes. like, let's just be honest. Like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> but it was just racist like- and shit. And they're like, you're speaking truth. You speak the truth to power right now. <laughs> but the the material was so abstract. It was like talking about the different races as if they were like from different planets. Like yeah. stuff that is not true whatsoever. It's like, oh, white people love uh, what a wrapping paper. And it's like this not it's not based in nothing. Did you, no- whose voice did you use? Because the Kango reminds me of um what's his name? What's the dude? I could have been your mama. What's his name? The guy who you know what I'm talking about. George Wallace? Goes, but George Wallace. Oh, George like, backwards Kangol reminds me of George Wallace. Oh, that what you did? Is that like the character was based off of George Wallace meets BET? I've I don't. It was just I don't know who it was specifically based on. But Can I, you do George Wallace? I don't think so. I haven't listened to enough of him to. I've never I've never tried it. I don't think I could. I think yeah. We'll come back to this in the future. Uh, yeah. Tell me you auditioned for the Cleveland Brown shit. No, 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 no. Oh my god. No. I got an audition. I was like, why? Nigga, I can't do Cleveland Brown. Do you know who you sent this to? <laughs> uh my my like my my real goal is my real goal with this this podcast is just to make sure Nick gets like famous and then I can like hate him in like six years. Yo. Because yeah, like, you're not doing this is the yeah. one who just said I was on CBS. I have my comic strip. Yeah, but stuff. It's not. It's like, but, I, but every time you talk, every time you do anything, I'm like, he's gonna make like what was what was the oh this is the one that I know is gonna make him so much fucking money. Which one? Which one? <laughs> Yo, how does John Legend sing? Oh, he sings like he just woke up on your couch. I. <laughs> 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 what you about to do? I just woke up. I need some coffee. Nigga, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's, there's so much. It's just money. I just saw oh. like do- I saw dollar signs in my eyes. Like son of a bitch. Yo. That is, yeah, <laughs> Tawanda. You, he's, yeah, you're about to start hating this nigga. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like I'm just like, that's why like I talk so much during the podcast, so you can't say shit. <laughs> Wait, and you don't put these impressions out there? No, I got it into. I do things here and there, little things, but uh, I got it into my head early in stand up. There were a couple like misconceptions that I just 
put on my own stuff. Like yeah. impressions are hacky, and like I so I just stopped doing. I wouldn't. Yeah, nigga, I would never do. Get it. out of your own way, because when exactly. you put out the fucking arrest these motherfuckers, <laughs> I watched that shit like fucking twenty. Yo, that shit was dope. I was like, that it's crazy. a great song. It's a great song. Was like, that, was, that, that was great. That was one of them. That and shit. And I wanted to see more because I didn't. I never knew that. But yeah, nigga, you shooting yourself in the foot if you don't For take sure. advantage of this shit. Cause I, all these places need black people. Like, you never auditioned for SNL or none of these things. No. Yeah, nigga, you shooting yourself in the foot. Like, there's so but, many sketch shows and shit that are, are looking for dudes like you, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Buy an Angela. Buy an Angelo. Buy a drug, nigga. That's a whole cartoon skit, bro. It's no, that's that's what that's make, that's what makes him so that's what makes him all so good. Is it like he yeah. does an impression, but it's like yo, he adds all the shit. Like what was the shit we did? Monique's doing something. Oh, wait, what was you can do doing? Monique too. Hold on, I got ahead of shit. If you can do Monique, nigga, I'm gonna throw right, this. Give me, give me something to, give me something to do. Give me what's something. your, what's your Monique talk? Oh, Monique talking about how people. No, what? No, no, no. You say some shit. You say some shit. Um, I can't even think of anything right now. Fuck. Uh, shit. I don't know. Monique finding out that you comp, you made a fake mega bus ticket. <laughs> Monroe, Monroe, I want to talk to you, baby. I want to talk to you because what you are doing, you are stealing money from people. And you can't do that, baby. That's not, it's not right. It's not appropriate. People are working hard to drive that bus. And you're taking money from that baby. I just can't stand by that. I can't, I can't do it, Leonard. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, nigga, stop shooting yourself in the foot, y'all. No, no, yeah, yeah. All these, ad, all these social media things exist for people like you. Exactly. No, I just have to. You I'm know what I mean? Lazy. I'm being yeah. lazy. I just got to do it. There's a whole chick that got a Netflix special off of off fucking <laughs> voice uh, lip sync. Lip syncing, nigga. That's not a talent, dog. We did an we did an animated short together, right? And I was like, Nick, can you do me a favor? Just read these lines. And he read the lines of like he played a therapist in the in the thing, right? Yeah. And I listened to the listen to what he said. Mind you, I wrote I wrote this. All right. I wrote yeah. this. I listened to what he said, and I'm just like, I I, I listened to the way how he said it. I almost cried. Like I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh this is a God. short animated short uh called Skunk Stone Park. Don't bark. Yeah. Written, directed, and starring uh Tawanda Gona. So don't then, downplay that. I'm not downplaying that shit. I'm not downplaying that shit. I'm just like he but he said that shit and I was just like jeez I do need to forgive myself. Like I was just so <laughs> but but yeah but like I think that's that also ties into like why I love New York so much is that New York yeah. is just like if you're trying to do some shit you meet other people who are trying to do the same shit, who are talented. And it's just like, when you start being on people, you're just like, oh, I enjoy just being like around you. Or I enjoy, yeah. like, I don't know if you've felt like this in your in your scene, but like you do shows at like that open mic store, this person fucking sucks. How are they still getting work or whatever? But then you come to New York, it's like, everyone's like good. Everyone's having a great time. And it's just like, you feel inspired by that. Yeah. Well, the thing, are you talking about starting in Philly? Yeah. Yeah. No, there are, the thing about Philly, here's what the thing I do appreciate about Philly. Like, even the open mics were shows. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, the open mics weren't empty. The open mics had fucking people who paid. And there's like 25, 50 people there. And a new nigga has to come out swinging because they will boo you. 
They would throw shit at you. They would talk. They would talk about you outside to your face. Like they're like, yeah, you can walk out, and they'd be like, yeah, man, that, what's that tall, goofy nigga? He wasn't funny, and I'm right there. <laughs> so oh. Philly definitely prepared. Like Philly, like I appreciate Philly just because it was like. Even the, the like you couldn't be trash that long. If you were trash at stand up, then you had to be a great promoter. Mm. You had to put show. You had to fucking put shows together where you put yourself in the middle and you put some fire niggas on. So you know what I mean. So yeah, Philly was like, even a nigga at the open mic, you'd be like, ah, oh, he sucked, but he has the pop, the most popping show in Philly. I feel you there. What's the you know what weird, I mean? yeah? What's the worst thing somebody's told you to your face after a show? We bombed. <laughs> the uh, or something that just that sticks out. Oh, so it's probably the worst. So what's that nigga from? Um, from I was just thinking about this shit, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I should have, like you know, when you're like, you, I should have said this to him. So yeah, I had that, that Hunger that, Games. The nigga from Hunger Games, the the white guy. I don't even know. You do know what I'm talking about. Uh, I forget his name. He's bald headed. Here, I'm. Oh, uh, Woody Harrelson. No. Uh, <laughs> so Woody so Harrelson talk some shit to you. <laughs> no, it was this dude. Hunger Games. Uh, here, cast. And oh, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Stanley Tucci. I was performing at the stand, and I fucking rocked it. Yeah. I was performing at the stand, and Big J closed it out. And Big J is a beast, right? So mm-hmm. after the show's over, I'm talking to Derek. I'm chilling. I feel good about myself. Stanley Tucci walks out and goes, yo, I got to give it to Big J tonight. He 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 ate it. He basically said that Big J ate everybody's lunch and that whatever. And he was like, you you did your thing. But the big dude at the end, he, he was the best on the show. And it's like, nigga, I didn't ask you that. I didn't Why'd you say that? Like, why'd you say that? Like, I was feeling good about myself. You see me standing around, waiting to get the congratulations, hit on some chicks, and Stanley Tucci walks out and goes, yeah, you you were okay. You were okay tonight. Yeah, and that that fucked with me. And I thought about it, and I literally thought about it this week, because I was like, what the fuck will make this nigga say that shit? Because I didn't ask him. I didn't even realize he was there until he left. And as he's walking by, I'm like, I recognize his face. I go, <laughs> oh, that's that guy. And then his, and then he says to me, I gotta Google him. I don't even know what he looks like. You do know. know Stanley Tucci. He's fucking fun. like he's a good actor, but this nigga fucking. So is he doing that? Is he doing that on set? Like, hey, uh, good, nice try, uh, Anne Hathaway. But Meryl really, Meryl killed the scene. And it's not the worst thing you can say, but it's just like, I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask exactly. your opinion or nothing. I was standing outside, chilling, and you told me that the set I had was fine compared to the motherfucker who just closed out. He said that. He went, mm-hmm. yeah. He's like, you are all right, but Big J, the guy who went last, yeah, he he's a star. <laughs> That's what you think of that. Stanley Tucci. Man, all right. Man, fuck yo. Stanley yo. Tucci. <laughs> Stanley Tucci, <laughs> fuck you, bro. Yo, just because you were in fucking, just because you were in what's you call it, uh, Easy A and the Hunger <laughs> Games and fucking the movie Space Chimps, which sounds fucking racist. Yep. You were a voice on Space. You played the senator in Space Chimps. You're like, oh, this is about niggas. Fuck you. <laughs> How dare you talk to Monroe like that? That shit pissed me off, and it fucked up my night because I like legit was like, yo, I put my, I put it down. I didn't even watch Big J set. Yeah. 
You know what mm, I mean? Mm. I fucking did good. I was like, yeah, this is the old stand. And this is like the old stand 2017. So oh, yeah. I'm already kind of feeling myself because I going down there. I'm saying whatever the fuck I want. Mm. I'm going in having fun. And this nigga going to walk out and go, hi, he's a star. You're not. You're <laughs> nothing. Like, shut the yeah. fuck up, you bald motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so you get into one Marvel movie, you think you're the shit. You, you're in one Captain America, you think you're the shit. <laughs> I'm just going down this whole. You fucking make me sick. I know, but now it just feels like you just naming this nigga success, and you just <laughs> no, fuck him. Fuck yeah, fuck you for being in the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were in Made in Manhattan. You were in a fucking J Lo movie when she played a white bitch. You fucking make me sick. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. J-Lo played a white girl that made him mad. J-Lo's a white woman in every movie, bro. <laughs> oh, because she don't speak Spanish and she don't embrace it. And she's, she's, always like, she's, like, she's always like Italian or some shit. Oh, and... Uh, in, every, in, every, in every fucking J- every J-Lo movie, it's just mm-hmm. like... She's like just white passing or just like ethnic enough yeah. that it can cause trouble in the movie later. It's never like... <laughs> it's never like, oh, look at her, the super Spanish. It's like, ah, yeah, I'm Spanish, but not really. And then she ends yeah. up with some white dude with, like, blue eyes and brown hair and one yeah. of those butt chins. And it's like, oh, this, this makes sense. I, I feel happy about this. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another... I've had some some bombs and some this shit where people just Yo, like, fucked up shit to you. I had a bomb. I did a bomb in, uh, what's called, Poughkeepsie... Rhode Island, not because it was uh Pawtucket, like you know, there once was a man from no, not Pawtucket, Pawtucket, Pawtucket. it was from Pawtucket, right? And I'm bombing for like five old black people just damn. for 45 minutes. Goddamn, at least you committed eating it. for 45. I committed to it, and at the end, this old black dude was just like, Hey man, you weren't not funny, you just lack you just lack confidence up there, man. Like, you know, what you should watch Steve Harvey. Mm. <laughs> Like that guy right there. No, you should watch the out. And I was like, when they always suggest somebody, and you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> but that's their barometer of, of funny. Funny, but it's like, yeah. and I'm just like, what about Steve Harvey? Like, I'm talking about being depressed and thinking I was uncircumcised. Like, that's not <laughs> what Steve Harvey discusses. I'm not uncircumcised. No, I had a watching I, girls yeah. watching you like I told a girl I told a girl in my podcast I was like I told one girl don't in my podcast because I talk about some shit but like if woman who's dating me woman who date me if you no, they comes should out, listen to your podcast and then that they way shouldn't. They, they shouldn't should. they should listen to then you'll yeah. figure out who the real who the real would ah, I'm not oh, I'm not try, like, I don't like I don't like playing those that's 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 some African shit that I don't fucking like. African niggas is always just like, I'm going to try to figure out who's really there for me by like, by pretend, like by showing them the worst version of myself. If they love that, then they'll love me forever. That's like some coming to America shit. Nigga, not, nigga, nigga just, just say you like, like, just say you rich. Just say you rich from Jump Street, bro. Like, I hate, I hate that shit. Like, nah, girl, like, I, I, for me dating, I'm like, I don't, you don't have to be like, down for the worst version of me be down for the rich version of me because then I, we can make money together yeah i don't want to i don't want a girl that likes a broke nigga like you make me like ugh. yeah she's like oh you're a dreamer yeah like shut up <laughs> man, shut up yeah <laughs> now we have it now like i'm a dreamer but then three years from now you're gonna be on the train with a baby carriage no one's gonna yep. get up for you you're gonna be angry as shit at me 
Yep, you're gonna come home with so much resentment. Yeah, but your, but your calf's gonna be strong from pushing that stroller. Exactly. <laughs> now the baby, the baby resents both. The baby resents both of us because we're arguing yeah. all the time. It speaks perfect English at seven because it's like because it's like it's too mature. It's too mature because the mom been talking trash the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no, yeah. you come and they both look at you like hello, yeah. hi. <laughs> yeah. You turn my baby against you turn yo, you turn my daughter against me too. Can you say that? <laughs> Can you say dada? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah, nah, nigga, you ain't my daddy. My, my dad is not broke. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh man, I fucking yeah. yeah. That's 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 funny just to be like, I don't want women that support my dreams like too much. Like yeah. support them enough, but then they start bring up like I know. But then that means they have a savior complex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like nah. You just want to. You just trying to make yourself feel good. You trying to get in the heaven, hoe. Yeah, I just want to date somebody. Like <laughs> that's why I'd rather like date somebody who's with me, like in a green room or something. Like my my dream relationship is like we're in like a green room before like a late night spot never happens again or like some shit like that. And she's just there being like, I can't believe this happened. I'm like, I know, right? And that's that. That's it. Not we grind it together, but she's like just at this pivotal point in my life. Not like oh she- yeah, no, those are the best moments. I did. I recently had that. We used to mm-hmm. bought, like before the uh, me and my wife. We I had to go to Boston for a string of shows. Yeah. It was like the don't tell shows, and I'm just yeah, yeah. kind of fun. No, those are those are those those are shout, shout, shout out to don't tell, bro. I fuck with but those shits. We went to we we did the don't tell show. I did two don't tell shows, but before that, we went to go get lobster rolls from some spot, and then after the during the day, and then afterwards. We ended up like at a dope ass restaurant right across the street from the Wilbur. And yeah. to me, that was the greatest night. I was like, this is what I want my comedy career to be. To be hey. able to fucking do dope shows and eat great food with a person I love. What restaurant? Wait, 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 wait. Across from the Wilbur, what restaurant was it? The Wilbur Theater? Hold on. No, was it because it was across from the W? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was it? What, 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 what's what's because is it? Was it? It's not rock bottom. It's what's, what's the name of that restaurant? It it's not rock bottom. Hold on, I got it now. I got to bring up the Wilbur. Theater. Yeah, because I know, because I know, because I know, because I know, because we're yeah, we're from Boston. So I'm like the Wilbur. <laughs> what restaurants cross the street from the Wilbur? Because <laughs> next to the Wilbur, because the Wilbur is cool. It's the Wilbur, Yeah, it's Wilbur. It there's the Wang. Then there's the fucking club that Aaron Hernandez shot the two people at, <laughs> like right there. Out of here. Hold on. Theater. I'm sorry, people listening. I'm sorry I had to do this, but sorry, it's just like, you talk about we talk about Boston. I got like where like, where exactly <laughs> were you in Boston? Yeah. I'm bringing it up, Wilbur Theater. It says temporary clothes, but now I have to do this. It's right. Actually, I think it was the W. You were in the W? Yeah. All right, that makes more okay. That makes more sense. The W. The W yeah, because it was the theme, so the W has a restaurant in it. Yeah. And the restaurant is called Theme Lounge. Yeah, the, like w, the W I know I know exactly. I know. Yeah, exactly. so you we were, were so we were there. Entrance. Yo, so it was just great. It was just fucking great. The food was dope. If you just chilling like this is and what the fuck my fucking yeah. I want my career to be this. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Have you done have you done the Wilbur? Never. Never. I want no. to. I can't. I I'm I my dream is to do theater. I, yeah. I don't ever like. I know that doing stadiums in Madison Square Garden is cool, and yeah, I would like to get there. But I want to be. I want to be at solid theaters. You no. know what I mean? I want to be at a theater and fucking sell that bitch out like four times. 
Mm-hmm. And be able to have good dinners with my friends and family. Like, yeah. That's what I want. Because I, I, like, I get it. The fucking Madison Square Garden is amazing. But I don't want to talk to all those people at you, the yeah. same time. I want to tell you, because you, you can be intimate in a theater. You can't be intimate yeah. in an arena. Like, I got to do the Wilbur. I got to open up for somebody at the Wilbur this year before all this shit happened. Yeah. And it was my mom was there. And it's like, it's a thousand people easy. And like, I remember just going out there and just like, you feel it. And yeah. my mom, I remember my mom being like so proud. And I was like, this is, this is what we, this is what yeah. we do. And it's like, you do the Wilbur in Boston, you become like, you do the Wilbur in Boston, all of a sudden you're legitimized. You're the man. Like, I could, I've done, I've had better sets than I've had there. But yeah. people I went to high school with were there. They were like, oh my, like, oh shit, you yeah. actually do stand up. Yeah. Didn't get paid though. Oh, who, who was it? We're not gonna talk about who it was. Didn't get paid though. I got a bag. Of, I got a. I got a. I got a bag of fun size Snickers. Okay. So, oh, so they paid so, you? So they, they paid, paid me. You. you know, it wasn't great. <laughs> you accepted the Snickers? Yeah, I did. Because I was. Because at the time, I was off the high. But my, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing my mom. My mom was so proud. People would tell me good set, and she would say yeah. thank you. Wow. That was like so. Nothing else in that in that moment. Nothing else mattered. But then on the take, but taking the bus back, I remember I'm walk, I'm walking out and I'm walking to back to the bus station to go home. And I see first of all, I see Alex English like passed out in the bus station, like waiting for his bus because he's just involved. I was like, damn. I was like, Alex, what's up? And then I went and got on the bus. And as I'm on the bus back, I'm just like, I didn't get fucking paid. Wait, so wait, were they supposed to pay you? And then they nah, it was like because somebody told me, oh, I will pay you later. And then somebody somebody else was like, yo, this is a guest spot. So but with guest spot though, it's still like you know the Wilbur sells out like a thousand. It was a sold out show. Tickets yeah. for like twenty, thirty dollars. Yeah, they were doing meet and greets after the show. I'm not saying I deserve the stack, but it's just like it's if yeah, you. It, no, I feel like everybody's gonna go through that though. You're gonna have one big show where you don't get paid from. Yeah, yeah. But, but I feel like if you're a comic doing this shit. You understand, like I know, I know, I know how to hustle. I know how, I know how it is, man. Yeah. Like here's a little bit. Like I've done. I did a show with Sam once. We did a show at a, at a college. It wasn't even that crazy, but she was just like, "Yo, I got paid this much. Here's this." Much. And then she gave me more money than I expected. But that's because Sam's a real nigga, though. Yes, I expect. I, I expect. Yeah. I expect comics to be real niggas. I'm sorry. Yeah, not all, but not all comics are real niggas, though. Not in the. Yeah, that's just a fact. That's I would even back, yeah. I would even say not everyone who does comedy is a comic. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. bro. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Sam's a comic. She's mm-hmm. a comedian through and through. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I've went through a similar situation. I ain't gonna name them. But they I fucking yeah. I did it I did Gramercy Theater, fucking rocked out. And then I left and all I got was a yo, that was great. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> What else, though? <laughs> that was great. Thank you so yeah. much. Uh, but that's uh, our fault for not asking up front. Yeah. But yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah, like if you don't ask, if they can hit you up, and then you don't go, okay, cool, yeah, I'm fine with that. But what's the pay? And if they get offended that you want to be paid, then they're not a real comic. Yeah, I think it's also we don't we don't ask because it's like. We moments assume. like that, yeah, we assume, but it's also like in moments like that, it's like the money is second to the opportunity. Like, because there are times I'm like, oh, how much am I getting paid? Because I care about the money right now. But sometimes I'm just like, the opportunity to do this means more to me. I can't even think about money right now. 
Absolutely. No, you're not wrong for thinking about money. I mean, you're not wrong for oh, even looking yeah. at it like that either. So I get it because I, I literally was going through the same thing. Like it took my friends to be like, wait, that nigga didn't pay you? And I'm like, yeah, but it was an yeah. opportunity. I had a great hey, time. Like, exactly. You know, exactly. Like, if your friend is like, no, no, fuck that. You, you're supposed to get paid. Yeah, but and you're like, yeah. yeah, you're right. I was supposed to get paid. This now, three yeah. weeks later, you're just yeah. like, hey, so that show I did, like, we forgot about that shit. Now yeah, it's like, nah, I didn't even ask, I just let it rock. You let it rock, rock. you let I, it rock. Yeah. And, you, and then you're like, the next when I have it, and then you're like, in my mind, when I have a big show and something, I'm giving somebody an opportunity like that, I'm going to pay that person. Yeah, I believe in tipping because that's what happened to me. So when I started really opening for people and doing the role, motherfuckers would give me an extra hundred on top of whatever the fuck the club paid me. And I was like, I'm going to do that for people because I'm open for people and they let the club pay you. And then that's it. And the club will pay you as least as possible. <laughs> the club, the club is, so, is so disrespectful. <laughs> yo, the club was like, yo, if we can pay you $50, we would. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then the club is just like, all right, here's the menu, but you can't get this, you can't get that. Like, right. oh, dude, this is for this person. But nah, I like I was like the people I've took on the road with me, I've always made it a point to be like, all right, well, I'll I'll add an extra hundred to whatever the fuck you just got from the club because I gotta pay for you. I gotta I want you to walk away with a profit. Cause usually yeah. If you came to open, that means you, you bought had, your own ticket. You bought your own ticket and shit. And I let you stay with some. Sometimes I'm like, ah, like it depends. Sometimes I'll let a person stay, or sometimes I'm like, yo, here's money for a hotel room. You get money for a hotel room at least, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. But that's because I try to be a real comic because I yeah. remember fucking doing $50 spots hosting, uh, fucking featuring somebody. And then they want to go do shit like eat. And it's like, I can't. Nigga. I can't go eat. Did you just see what this no, is want, no. Or, yeah, exactly. Bro, I've had comics be like, hey, so what are you doing after? Like, tomorrow we're going to go. We're doing a tour of Boston. You want to come? I'm like, I have, a, I have to have a job. No. I can't do, I can't, like, I can't hang out like that. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking comedy, bro. It's just like, yeah. we just, at the end of the day, we all, like, I heard this story. Speaking of, Cas- I said Casanova earlier. Casanova said this. Like, Casanova said he met Chris Brown, and Chris Brown's like, "Come on tour with me." And, and Cas was just like, "Yo, the tour paid me nothing, but I had to go." Wow. And this dude Casanova was opening for Chris Brown in front of all these little teeny boppers doing the song "Don't Run." Boom, 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 boom. That's yeah, I think about yeah for little for little girls who clearly don't know right from wrong because they had a Chris Brown fucking concert. <laughs> Yo, why would Chris Brown do that? Like, because I, that's what I heard about Chris Brown. Though, like people say, like he's he's like you know he has issues, he's crazy, you know, potentially a monster. Yeah. But people are like over, overall, he's kind of, he's kind of a real nigga. He just does it. He's like, oh, yeah. I like you. I'll put you on whatever, whatever. Yeah, like, I Chris mean, Brown that makes he, sense. But did he pay for it? All right, here's the I. You can justify not being paid as long as he didn't have to come out of pocket hotel and stuff because i i had to i like i'm not gonna i'll tell you the name after the fact yeah i was on like a fucking two-week run with a motherfucker and i had to pay for my own hotel my own travel all that shit <laughs> so i'm saying yo like if cat if he covered casanova's stay and travel then he's fine let Casanova sell some merch. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's probably it. He probably, I, I don't know. He got the don't run Fitbit. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, actually, Casanova has pretty dope hats. Do I have one around me? Because I usually I wear it from time to time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. His name's Casanova two times. I got his hat. That's pretty. I like, uh-huh. I like, I like the fit that's of it. That's a dope hat. Yeah, that's yeah, a dope it's, hat. It's a dope ass hat. <laughs> Nigga, that look, is that velvet? It's velvet, yeah. What is it, velvet? Nah, that's a dope ass <laughs> hat. That's it's, smart of him. A fucking uh, purple. That's a burgundy velvet hat. Burgundy velvet hat. Shout out to Casanova. This this, this is the dopest merch. I know, like, his man, I saw his manager at uh, yeah. at one of those Thug Passion shows. Yeah. So that's does. So I was like, bro, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but get, I want more of these hats. I like this hat. This is fucking fantastic. That's dope. But yeah, man. Um, we gotta wrap this up soon. I want to talk about this really, really quick. Okay. You saw, you saw the Grammy shit, right? No, but I'm I'm gonna be educated through you. All right. So the Grammys this year, surprisingly, the the nominations are not that cra- they like not the hip hop coming uh, nominations are actually pretty solid. Okay, who we got? Freddie Gibbs got Freddie Gibbs got nomination for best oh, album. He deserves it. Uh, let me go through it for rap, right? So, best rap performance, we got Deep Reverence. Never heard of them. Big Sean, can you play that? Big Sean featured Nipsey Hussle. It's actually, this is off Big Sean's last album, Be Short, too. Oh, I know that song, then. I thought Deep I thought Reverence that was an was artist. Fucking, yeah, yeah, I thought it was an artist. That's why I'm uh, like, I don't never heard of them. Actually, you know, we, let's, 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 we'll, pick a, we'll pick a track. We can do Deep Reverence or Bop by The Baby, What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow, The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby, and Savage, no, Savage with Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, and Dior by Pop Smoke. Which one was the better song out of all of them? I think, like, what, what would you choose if you had to choose from those? I would choose Bop. Wow. Give me some shit with some Bop in it. That, because it was fucking, it made you, yeah, you're like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, like, Deep Reference is a good song, but I wasn't planning. It's not a radio hit. Um, yeah. Savage think- is good, but I'm not a girl. Savage is going to win. <laughs> Savage is going to win, even though it is it is the longest four minutes like if you start playing the song now, it will yeah. it won't be done until six fifteen. But it'll be four minutes. It's four minutes long. It is, uh, but it's it's like because there's like there's four choruses in it and four verses. Yeah, no, nah, Bop, a Bop was the the joint. All right, yeah, Bop. give it a Bop. Then you got best melodic rap performance, which is a new, which is a new, uh, what you call what, it? What does that mean? So niggas who sing song rap. Yeah, that sounds like it. Yeah. Oh, like, rock star. Oh, so they, okay, yeah, yeah, no, I like uh, laugh now, cry later by Drake and Lil Durk, Lockdown by Anderson Pac. Can you play Lockdown? I haven't heard that shit by Anderson Pac. You never heard Lockdown? Lockdown was uh, he played that was like his uh, Black Lives Matter fucking rally song. I haven't heard this. Shit is, oh, this is smooth, yo. Then The Box uh, by Roddy Rich. Beat in the box. I mean, they put this in the in the rap category. They put it in melodic rap. But he's just rapping. But he's like, but the chorus is him being melodic. But since when the chorus of many rap songs is singing? Yeah, but like they're trying 
if I had to choose out of all of them, so you got the box highest in the room, lockdown. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, oh, so Rockstar, Rockstar. Rockstar. Mm. I think Laugh Now Cry Late is gonna take it. Yeah, I feel like yeah, Laugh Now Cry Late. Yeah, yeah, that, that's gonna take it. It should take it. It was a bigger song. Yeah. Then there's best rap song, which is a songwriter's award. The song's eligible if it was first released or if it achieved prominence in eligibility year. So basically, it's just like the songwriters get this award. The bigger picture by Lil Baby. The bigger picture. The box, laugh not cry later again. Rockstar again, and then Savage. Savage is gonna win because Jay Z wrote Beyonce's verses. Oh, he did. Oh, I didn't know that. Savage, the writers are Beyonce, Sean Carter, Brittany Hazard, Derek Milano, Terrius Nash, Megan Pete, Bobby Sutton Jr., Jordan Kyle Lanier, Thorpe, Anthony White. Nigga, there's a lot of writers on a four-minute song. That's a <laughs> lot of writers. It's, no, because the song is like the song was cool. I think that it was it was hurt by the fact that we couldn't be outside, but it's like yeah. uh, my problem is this is my problem with Beyonce music. What I've noticed with Beyonce music is just like it's never just like I'm gonna sing a song. It's like, no, we are going to stop. We're going to craft a whole... It's going to be a perfect little... It's going to be a perfect thing. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that, though? There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just like, yeah. sometimes it's like... But sometimes, like, some of my favorite songs and shit, right? Or when it's just like, it's not fully mastered. You remember Old Dirty Bastard's first album? Mm, Return, yeah. Return to 36 Chambers? Yeah, yeah. It was like... It was kind of just like, you got so wrapped up in the character. Like, some shit was just weird on it. Like, songs like skip and do weird shit he'd do a yeah. whole verse and they would just play the whole verse backwards it was bizarre it was like you, yeah it's like but you can't get that out of beyonce you can't, like, beyonce you can't. right now nah you i want a whole i'm not even like a big fan of beyonce but her songs are like fucking anthems yeah and i don't expect nothing less mm -hmm. yeah then yeah. his best his best rap album what's that uh d smoke with bat with black habits I even heard that. I didn't hear that shit. Oh, so you know D Smoke is though. Yeah, he's he's Sir's brother. I know that. Yeah, whose brother? Sir. I didn't know that. That's why the niggas look alike. <laughs> I thought I was getting them confused because I seen D Smoke from when I watched the the the, the, the Netflix that, the Netflix John, yeah. and I was like, oh, he kind of sounds like Kendrick in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, and then I seen Sir, and I'm like, wait, did the nigga change his name? Uh, there's brother? brothers. Yeah, Alfredo, Freddie Gibbs, and Alchemist. A written testimony, J Electronica, okay. King's Disease by Nas, and the allegory with Royce the Five Nine. Those are the only ones. I didn't listen to any of those, so I can't even put an opinion on them. A written Except testimony. Go ahead. The J, J Electronica joint. That's that's basically just J Electronica rapping. Well, Jay Z, Jay Z was rapping a lot on that album. Oh my God, that's the that's Jay Z album. That's the, they should have just called that Best of Both Worlds Three. Or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's literally what it was. It was Jay Electronica rapping for two minutes, and then Jay Z filling in the other time. And then Jay Z, but, but Jay Z being the greatest, but Jay Z being like, I'm the greatest rapper of all time. Let me just yeah, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't get down with that album, and I know like uh a lot of people fuck with that album and they think it's great but i'm like i can sit it out on that yeah, one. yeah i could see that one winning because again it's hove i want alfredo to win but like freddie gibbs is not he's great but he's not yeah. gonna uh, if to beat hove is a lot yeah i don't I mean, want Nas to win though because king's disease was just bad 
I didn't even why I never even listened to that. Not like download it. If you think <laughs> bless you, if you think Jay Z is a Republican, Nas on this album is that's the most Republican niggish. It's basically just like the whole album is basically just like I'm making money. I'm I'm doing well. The world is the world is going to hell, but I'm okay. Yeah. With that song they had together, I feel like a black, black Republican. Republican. Nah, 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 I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, yeah, y'all niggas like black Republican. <laughs> That's what you do, though. You get money and you become a Republican. Yeah. You I think... big Democrat in No, fuck that. <laughs> no, but, I, I, was, but I, was, I, thought, I thought about this shit, though, because I don't think I want to be a black Republican in the sense of because black Republican is basically just white Democrat. Just think about it. <laughs> because yeah, black man. Republican, like every, every black Republican nigga you know. All these rapper niggas, they're always like, yo, they hate broke niggas, but yeah. they'll be like, all right, young nigga, I'll give you a shot. They always, yeah. they still build niggas up. Like, Jay-Z's a Republican. I know this shit in my yeah. heart. But Jay-Z still be like, oh, Nipsey got, Nipsey's doing this. I'm going to buy $10,000 worth of that shit. Or yeah. I'm going to donate money. Or I'm going to bail niggas out of jail. I am still helping out the community. Yeah. But I'm a, but I want to keep my money. I want, I want right. to keep my money so I can do yeah. it. I can do it. I want to be able to give this away, not you yeah, come and taking take it. it. Exactly. Yeah. But then well, there should be a there should be another sector of Republican for that's, like that. That's what Diddy wanted. Diddy said, I want to start my own, I want to start my own, what you call it? Uh a political party. party. A political party. And that is yeah. basically just meant I want to start a party for rich niggas. Yeah. Because rich <laughs> niggas, like rich blacks don't want to be a Democrat. They don't want that. That's what Kanye said. Yeah, and they don't want the stigma of being a black Republican because yeah. the moment you become a black Republican, they automatically think you're Candace Owens, fucking Van, Van Jones, and all those niggas. It's like, no, Honestly, I like. I, don't... I work for my money. I know exactly. how hard it is to get this money, but I care about my community. Can you meet me in the middle? Yeah, it's <laughs> also like, and niggas would be like, yo. I got some money. If you if you come to a nigga that you know they got money, and it's just like, yo, I got this idea. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I'll give you a shot if you break it down for me. I got you. That's more yeah. than, uh, Republicans don't want poor niggas to exist, period. They hate, yeah. they want niggas to, they want niggas gone. Black Republicans are just like, yo, yeah. I have my money. I'll give you two, three chances. Yeah. Do some shit. That's why it's, uh, then that makes sense for Wesley Snipes. The nigga was just like, <laughs> yeah. yo, I'm going to just be a sovereign. He's like, yeah. I'm just going to do my own thing. And it's like, can't you can't do shit. that. You can't do, you yeah. can't do that shit. It's like, come on, dog. He's like, could you fuck it with me? So he's like, fuck it, I'm going to jail. He's like, you yeah. can't spend my money when I'm in jail, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, And there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but there's a stigma because now it's like, now you got niggas that are voting against their interests yeah. just to prove that they're still down with niggas. Yeah. Whereas you'd be like, yo, fuck, I, I want, like, when I saw, I tried to watch Kanye on Joe Rogan and shit. I tried, yeah. and I tried to, like, figure out what he's talking about. Yeah. And he's the way, he, the way he talks about Trump, he does not like or know any of his policies. You could tell yeah. it's, it's very clear. He doesn't know what the fuck the nigga's talking about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He just likes the idea of, the, I can say what I want and become president. If he can do, if he can do it, I can do it. And that's all he's thinking. Mm-hmm. He says some wild crazy. She says a lot of crazy shit. But that's that's the that's the through line. I'm just like, no, fuck that. I am trying to be something like I, I don't want to be a Democrat. I don't want to give my money away. I want to. No, I don't want you to take my money. I want to give it to people because the nigga like because you, you don't see Republicans donate money to causes that help niggas. Mm-hmm. Black Republicans do that shit. Like black rapper rapper Republicans do that shit all the time. Yeah, Democrats make you pass out. Turkeys and shit. <laughs> Yo, Nino Brown was passing out turkeys, bro. <laughs> no, 
Nino Brown was passing out turkeys, nigga. Yeah. Fucking every every major every major drug dealer nigga was a Republican. Like, yo, fuck you. I'm, I'm I'm gonna flood the streets with poison and shit to make my money. But still, mm-hmm. you see them. But the, the neighborhood loved them. So like, yo, I'm still hand out money to the kids. Yeah. No, I think that. Yeah, I think a lot of drug dealers, if they do vote, they vote Republican. They should. Yeah, if they do vote, if they figure out how to legitimize their money, then they definitely fucking vote. No, you got to be a if you're a if you're a drug dealer who found a way to vote and you vote Democrat, you are the dumbest. <laughs> why yeah. why are you voting for drug free school zones, nigga? Are you no, fucking yeah, stupid? Nigga, you don't like money, nigga. You don't like money. Oh, no, it's like you can't see like I sell crack, but I can't support this. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> if you sell crack and you voted for Joe Biden, you're just you're lost. Like, no, you, no, yeah. you, you gotta commit to the evil, bro. Commit yeah, to the evil. You sell drugs. <laughs> you if you sell if you sell fentanyl, and you're still like I love AOC. You're a fuck like no. Yeah, yeah I want to see. Yeah, I was saying I want to see more rappers just openly be like I'm a Republican because you already do Republican shit. Yeah, which one called the tried it? What's up, the the young nigga, uh, the young Hispanic dude, little pump. No, he 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 tried it, but the thing about he the way he tried it though was just like he's just because he's broke now and he like he tried he he didn't even vote he just needed he just wanted some buzz like that nigga was I want a real nigga to be like yo like if Gucci was like I'm a Republican it's like what it's like yes I I kill people I I guarantee I. Gucci is definitely a Republican. Like I, I've T. killed. Ti is a Republican. Yeah, Ti is yeah. totally a Republican, nigga. Yeah, Ti is a Republican. Gucci man is a Republican. The Jesus are, are G- close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Migos are right. The Migos are right there. Right there. Right there. <laughs> right there. Yeah, Jesus, are, Jesus, is a Republican, nigga. All these like, cause these niggas love money. Like, if you if you're on Mad Song saying I love money, yep. I hate poor niggas. I hate broke niggas. Mm-hmm. I kill. I, I I have a gun and I will use it. Yeah. You are you're fucking. So you're saying you're right. Those are the, yeah, yeah, those are that's those are the major platform. That, where, that's it. Gun gun control taxes. Yeah, that's it. Dude, yeah. I always know who the black Republican. Like basically, whatever rapper stays quiet during election season is a fucking Republican. Yep. Because all the ones who aren't are loud about it. And they're like, you need to vote for this person. But the ones who Instagram and fucking all the social media is just like a ghost mm-hmm. town. Them yeah, niggas are Republicans. Them niggas are Republicans, <laughs> them niggas are Republicans <laughs> yeah. bro. Them niggas totally do that shit. What you go? Like who? Like who else? Like oh, my favorite, my favorite Democrat nigga though, which is so funny. Pusha T is a Democrat. Like Pusha T, he's right? a Democrat. He's a Democrat. Yo, in the in two thousand four, in two thousand sixteen, he was doing uh campaign shit with Hillary Clinton. Mm, I, but hold on, I I feel like. Trump forced a lot of people who would be Republican to be Democrat because they yeah. didn't want to vote this dude in. They don't, yeah, I, that's, but, that, yeah, yeah. But I, I figure the next, the next run because the, like Biden ain't gonna run again. It'll be he's not gonna run again. So the next time whoever's running Republican, they're they're probably gonna be like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna go with this person. But they could be the back Trump. You wait, what? You think the Rock? <laughs> Why? The Rock's gonna be the Rock's gonna be our next president. After Biden's gonna be the Rock. It's definitely. So you think the Rock is going to run as a Democrat? Because fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger run as a Republican. He does because because Arnold Schwarzenegger again. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of those people that like, if you know if you know his story, know his life, that nigga legit 
came from nothing. Like, he built his whole shit from nothing. Also, yeah. his dad was a Nazi, so that's that's a very big that's a very big thing. He, he does he does he glosses over that, but his dad was part of the military police in Austria in 1943. Didn't know that. Oh shit! But this oh, yeah. what I I know I know his whole story because it's crazy. But it's like. Basically, his dad was in the military police. So his dad, when he's like seven, sixteen, seventeen, is like, "All right, you're gonna go into the military just like me." Mm-hmm. So he goes to like a boot camp, right? At yeah. boot camp, you know, they're working out, doing this, that, and the third. But Arn wanted to be a bodybuilder. That's what he, that's all he wanted to do. So they'd work out. Then at night, when everyone's going to sleep, he would wake up and he'd sneak out and he'd do his own workouts with weights that he he made himself. He's, he they do double workouts and he sleep at like five in the morning, wake up two hours later, do the whole. And he just, he just did that for a while because he knew that there was a um there was a competition somewhere else in like in uh, Vienna and Vienna was three hours away. So one night he snuck out, got on a train, took it to Vienna, uh, competed in the competition, got third place, third or second place. Yeah. Came back when he got back, they were just like, "Where were you? Because we know you're not here." And he was yeah. like, "Oh, I was in a competition." And I won second place. And they're like, wait, you won second place in the bodybuilding competition off of things that you did here? And mm. he was like, yeah. And they're like, what did you do? And he basically showed them his whole workout regimen. And yeah. next thing you know, the whole camp started doing his regimen. <laughs> Damn. And as a result of that, they're like, all right, this is what you need to do. So they let they let him leave. And he starts yeah. doing he starts doing more and more shit bodybuilding. He becomes like the best bodybuilder of all time. Yeah. So he comes to America and he doesn't know any English, but like he's just that he's all he's that yeah and his first movie he doesn't know english but he has to speak english and he's just saying he's just like repeating noises that he, that he heard <laughs> wait what's his first movie so i can watch that shit it's like hercules something about hercules hercules like, in new york was it yes hercules, hercules in, new in new york hercules in hercules in new york there's a okay, version where that shit tonight. <laughs> there's a version where it's dubbed over and it's like this ra- i'm tired of the same old people like it sound like a male siri it's like really weird. Yeah. It's, no, it's, so after that, so around that, then, then Pumping Iron comes out, right? Pumping Iron legitimately changed his whole god. Like he, it made him a superstar. Mm. And this is where I have a theory. I have a conspiracy theory, and we're, we're gonna close that. We're gonna close on this after after the okay. show. What's a like? We need a good conspiracy theory song, a paranoia song. Why are you so paranoid? <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's say that. Let's say, let's say, let's say, yeah. say that. Say that, say that. <laughs> because I'm gonna break down the story of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? So, okay. So that beat time, is a paranoid beat. It is. <laughs> it is. All right. So now, right? He's doing the shit, and in Pumping Iron, you see him like and he's working out, and he's like the number one. He's the best, and it's a part in Pumping Iron, right? He goes to a prison. And he's doing like they're doing bodybuilding stuff in prison. And he's yeah. just doing all the, all the poses and shit. Everyone's like, wow, he's he's like, he has an amazing body, da da da. Like he is number one. Yeah. But at that same time, the, the person that was in and around that around that period that was also in jail was uh Tookie Williams from the Crips. Mm. Tookie Williams, though, besides being one of the founder members of the Crips, he was known for being like he had a everyone said his body was perfect. Like he was a body, yeah, he was a big, big nigga. Like he was yeah. bodybuilding extraordinary. So he probably went to, he probably went to jail shit, doing jail shows like that. People yeah. were like, "Ah, right, he's cool, but he's no Tucky. He's yeah. no Tucky." <laughs> and it, it got into his head. Now, as this happened, they don't pump an iron and shit. And they pump an iron, they realized that the story they were gonna tell was that uh, him and who's the guy that played Hulk? 
he played the Hulk later. Luke Ferrigno. Luke Ferrigno's in that movie too, right? Yeah. Luke Ferrigno was supposed to be the bad guy of Pumping Iron because he's trying to take Arnold's Arnold's throne. But they realized yeah. Luke Ferrigno was half deaf and people didn't understand what the fuck he was saying. Because like you can't be a villain that's half deaf. I didn't even know Luke for Luke for was half deaf. That's not that. That's why his voice is like that. Yeah. He's, he's deaf. So like they had to they had to flip the whole story around and they manufactured a story where Arnold is the villain and they recreate all these scenes in the movie and like you see Arnold in this acting role, he plays a fucking it's the most passive aggressive psycho. Like it's mm. a competition, right? There's yeah. a part where he's sitting there talking with uh, Lou Ferrigno's parents, Lou Ferrigno, and he's talking. He says this passive aggressive. He's like, oh. If the competition was in six months, he would win. In six months, he beat me immediately, but it's today. And then <laughs> his dad is like, well, Arnold, you got to know that, like, Lou's actually been training really hard. He's so tall. He's seen all the shit. And then Arnold's just like, you know what's crazy? I told my mom I already won. I told her. I was like, I know, I know it's crazy, but I told her, like, hey, mom, I, she was so worried. I told her I won, and she was so excited. And he's just saying, he's just breaking him down. He's, you see him break down the entire family like that. And Damn. it's a this deleted scene. They're like, oh, what are you going to do after this? He's like, oh, you know, probably going to be an actor. Then he becomes Damn. an actor. He becomes an actor, does all this crazy shit, right? Acts, he's popping, marries Maria Shriver, right? Yeah. Kennedy marries her. Now he's in the most one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful political family in the United States. God damn. Though, so, you know, he's in Cali or whatever. Starts going starts getting into like, you know, starts getting into uh, politics and shit. Becomes governor because there's a loophole where he, if he's a citizen now, he can become this guy who didn't know English in America, became governor. Mm-hmm. And as governor at this time, people are all saying, Hey, we need you to pardon somebody. This guy was a gang member, but he's changed his life. He saved millions of lives. That guy was Tookie Williams. He pardoned Tookie Williams? No, he saw, he didn't because he's like, because, and it was like, he deserves to die. He was like, no, he committed crimes. But in the back of his mind, it's just like, everyone said that your body was better than mine. Yo, now, so not, he didn't, damn, he didn't pardon him because he was jealous. That's my that that's my conspiracy theory. He didn't. That's a him. good. That's a good comparison. Because he because in the, he, he always he always held that in the back of his head of just like people told me you were better than me. Well, now I hold your life in my hands. My just yeah. also and it, to, and it sounds crazy. It sounds evil. But this is the same guy who missed his dad's funeral to train for Mister for Mister Olympia. I didn't know any of this shit. How do you get this information? <laughs> uh. He has documentaries, and um, and and no, Pump and Iron is a, that's just a great documentary to watch. Period. Mm-hmm. It's, if you want to learn about human interaction, any of that shit, yeah. that documentary is fucking amazing. Okay, but uh, I know the shit about like the uh, the Tokyo Williams shit. Also, he like cheated on Maria Shriver and had a baby with her, and the son he has looks exactly like him. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, but he cheated on her with the maid. Yep, and. Yeah. He's like a testament to like that to me is like that's a Republican nigga right there. <laughs> Absolutely. I, how many, how many like people who started off as celebrities became politicians and actually became Democrats? Like, uh, what's the dude name? Al Franken. Al, Al Franken. Who got fucking? That might be it. It's, 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 it's just Al Franken. He got me too. Got me too. And they and- got yeah. That's why I'm saying the Rock of the Rock is not going to be a Democrat by any fucking means. Oh yeah, the Rock right. is this nigga literally came up in Republican camp, nigga WWE. Yeah. Vince McMahon, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Republican kid, but fucking WWE is pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. Or are you gone? Yeah. Exactly. And The Rock is also one of those people who was just like, yes, I had a legacy. Yes, I came from this fantastic wrestling family. Yes, my dad was a wrestler. But everything I had to do, I had to earn on my own. So yeah. why should I give you? The Rock doesn't give. The Rock never gives people money. He's never. He the Rock donates bottles of Terramana. Yeah, he don't. That, that, he don't. Not even that. The Rock, what the, what the Rock will do, though, is if you buy Terramana or whatever yeah. and you post about it online, he will repost you. Yo, buy wait, my he, shit and then you know, support me and I will support you. I you don't think the rock donates or at least something, at least in the earlier days. I think the rock no, I think the rock's the I think the rock's donation is just his presence. <laughs> right. He'll show up. He'll show up. Like the rock, you tell the rock, like, yo, there's some there's some sick kids in the hospital. Oh, I'll go to the hospital. He goes to the hospital, those kids will survive. Yeah. The Rock can give him money. He's like, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, Rock, can you give these kids some money? No, but can you? I'll, I will show up, and I will make. I'll be. It'll be the best day of their life. Like yeah. seeing me will mean more to them than whatever money that I have. Yeah, <laughs> he, he believes. Like literally, if the Rock walked into this apartment right now, I swear it would. The world would just. <laughs> my world would just. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like I've seen it happen on YouTube a lot. Like the Rock would just show up, show up places, and yeah. people are just like, oh my. God, it's the fucking rock. That's it's why. the fucking rock. I saw a it's video the of the rock one rock. time. There's a video of the rock where uh this little girl wanted to like she was trying to like she's pulling on this, she's pulling on this rope because she wanted to like pull this this, this giant this is like this plane, a small plane. The little girl's pulling on this on this on, on on the rope to to move this plane or whatever, right? The plane is obviously huge and she can't do it. So the rock grabs the rope behind her, right? And he Let's, he's, he's, he's telling her to pull, and she's pulling it, and she's walking with it, yeah. and he's pulling the train himself. He's pulling the plane himself. God damn! And he's just like, "Oh my god, you're so strong! You're pulling like he's telling her she's doing it, but he's doing it all the work himself." Yeah, yeah, he ain't donating no money. He ain't donating <laughs> shit. <laughs> this nigga just pulled a plane for I, you. Why? 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 Yeah, exactly. I, I gotta, gotta give pull money plane and give you money. No, I gotta pay more taxes. I can pull planes, nigga. Yeah. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I am the biggest. I am the biggest star in the fucking world. Yeah. I am amb- I am racially ambiguous. Yeah, and I know, right? He got the black vote, and what <laughs> his mom is a uh, Samoan, but his dad is like half Samoan, his dad, right? You know, no, his dad, his dad, his dad is a whole nigga. His dad, his dad's a whole nigga. <laughs> his dad's a whole nigga. <laughs> That's so funny. No, and the rock, the rock has never, the rock has never said he's black because he knows if he said he was black today, his yeah. overseas he'd lose a bunch of money. But if the rock, yeah. like, so the rock is gonna. That's why he cut his hair. That's why right. It started getting too gone. curly. It's like, nah, I get Yeah, I swear to God, The Rock runs for president. He can he's not gonna he's not gonna lose. Also, watch him in WWE. If you ever watched him, watch what he said to people. You can't out talk, you can't out talk him. Yeah, no, he was the best. He's the, he's most the best, he's literally Trump the best talker. Entertainer, yes. Yes. That's because that's why Trump won all those debates back in the day because he had that wrestling background where it's like he because he, he was in raw. You in the gotta movie. learn how to work the mic. No, you're absolutely <laughs> correct. Like work the mic. You have to know how to work the mic. You know how to. You gotta know how to rally up, like rally people. And Trump did that. He went to McMahon school, the McMahon school, the fucking public speaker. Yeah, exactly. Trump and don't the, even give speeches. Trump is literally cutting promos. Promos. He's cutting promos. Yo. Every time he's out there, he's cutting a promo. And the rock and the, the, the rock watching this dude. Like I've watched promos of the rock, right? And somebody broke it down to me one time. 
the, the backstage promos, yeah. The Rock would do that before the show. Mm-hmm. And if you ever watch them shits, he yeah. would stop and pause because he knew people, people would like stop. He would stop and he would pause because yeah. he knew people were chanting his name. He knew later yeah. they would chant his fucking name. Yeah, he, that let that guy on the debate stage. Who's gonna fucking beat him? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> He'll Elizabeth Warren, yeah. Bernie Sanders. What's Bernie, what's Bernie Sanders gonna do against The Rock? What's Bernie Sanders gonna do with The Rock? Yeah, can't do yeah. anything. It's a common, like if The Rock calls Bernie Sanders a jabroni, <laughs> it's, a it's a fucking wrap. <laughs> it's over. What are you gonna do, Marco Rubio, against the fucking Rock? Yeah. Wait, like, you I think act- these same people are gonna run again in, in the next four years? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, Joe Biden ran what in the nineties? He's gonna run again. He's old. Like yeah. running for president is the old white man. Like that's like. Remember, president is like trying to be a rapper for old white dudes, bro. It's like I'm ne- ne- never gonna give that shit up. I'm never gonna give it. You can you can run into you're in the wheelchair. Exactly. Yeah. You can look. FDR was in the wheelchair. They they hit that. <laughs> they hit it though. They hit it. They hit yeah. it well. Yeah. What do you mean they hit it? Oh, look at old pictures back in the day and shit. It was it wasn't like a well known fact that he was uh, in a wheelchair. He was always like pro- he was always propped up. He was th- he was standing a lot. He was always yeah. standing. They hit the fact uh-huh. that he had like cause you think America's gonna vote for a nigga that had polio. Not at all, nigga. The fuck? <laughs> I was like, you can be take, you can be assassinated easily. Somebody just fuck with your brakes. No, you're done. <laughs> you're done. Yo, also, you, you, have, <laughs> you have one wrench. You take yeah. this man out. Yo, that's like, because but even before that, because like what, 20 years before that? What was it? Fucking his brother. No, no, no. A distant cousin, Teddy. Like, there was already a Roosevelt in office. Yeah, yeah. And that was a man's man. That nigga made that nigga made up the Rough Riders. It was him made up the Rough Riders, bro. That was a man's man. You're going to run with that same last name. Wait, how did he make up the Rough Riders? Oh, because it was like, that was a, that was a part of the squadron he was in. It was called the Rough Riders. It was, they were called the Rough Riders. They weren't, they weren't oh. R-U-F-F-R-Y-D-R. No, they was How did Teddy Roosevelt? Yo, I'm sitting here like, wait. He did. He found a drag on and all of them. Yes, yeah, he had, he had, a, he had a drag on. He had all them niggas, bro. <laughs> and niggas wonder why niggas gotta die, and that's how we bomb. Niggas wonder why. <laughs> what the fuck you carry a big stick? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck we gonna do when we're up on you? That was that was Teddy basically telling people if you try to start war with us, <laughs> I'm gonna show these niggas how easily we blow niggas. How easily we blow these niggas? That was him talking about the unions in New York. Like it was. <laughs> All right, All we've been right. rapping and tapping. My roommates are texting. Great, they, this is fun as shit, bro. Thanks for coming on the show. Your roommates are like, "Yo, you talking too loud?" They hit you with that. <laughs> they want. They, they ask if I want a hot toddy. So, oh yeah, go get drunk, nigga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> gotta get drunk and shit. Yeah. All right, so I'll holler at you. Thank you again. I'll tell people where to find you and also what your podcast is. MonroeMartinComedy.com is the website. Monroe Martin III on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And the name of my podcast is called No Need for Apologies, just like this shirt you see right here. It's hosted by myself and a very funny comedian, Derek Gaines. Derek, come on the show, please. Yeah, you, he will. Just ask him. All right. Yeah, you can uh, you can listen to the podcast everywhere you listen to your podcast, or you can just watch it on YouTube. All right, all right, yeah. excellent. You can find us TL, TLR Pod on um, Instagram, and we're on like you know, I think we're on Spotify, Apple. We're gonna be on more shit because Nori got me ready to run through a wall, <laughs> throwing this everywhere. Wall, dude. Yeah, and again, thank you for joining, uh, Nick. I don't know. I don't know the exact voice to do, but can you? Is there anybody that you've been working on that you like want to to wrap up the show? 
Oh man. Uh 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 I don't know. You, I, I'm not prepared. I look okay. for another Maya Angelou. That shit was so funny. All right. Uh, uh, My, yeah, give me Maya some. Angelou voting on why she chose to be a Republican. <laughs> 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 oh, why she hates niggas. <laughs> oh, why she want to watch? Why she want to vote Republican? Because we can't do yeah. hate niggas. Not, <laughs> right. Okay. Many things, as time goes on, they waver. <laughs> but one thing that I cannot allow to decline is my bank account balance. So I will be <laughs> making sure that my state is red. <laughs> oh, my God. My, my Angelou, the fucking, my Angelou Republican, with her famous book, I Know Why the Caged Bird Deserved to Be in <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for watching the show. Y'all, thank you, man. All right, y'all. All right, bye. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know here prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to one slide request. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com.